The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Viewer discretion is advised. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. You actually have to be clever at being stupid. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm going to tell you something. I've been to two goat ropings and a county fair, and I ain't never seen no shit like this before. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the goal. You know the, you know the thing. What? You refer to people with a capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? Yeah, there's no problem, Lloyd. We'd be classy and sophisticated. Look at the fun bags on that horse helm. trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. You want to talk about slow? I'll give you slow. He moved so slow, it was like he was raised by a wild pack of turtles. We need a live, is it a live rooster? We need a live rooster to take the curse off Jose's glove. And... I had no idea you could milk a cat. Oh, yeah, you can milk anything with nipples. Y'all have mozzarella cheese sticks. I was chatting on AIM with this guy. Jose was from England, and I speak fluent American, so there's a bit of a language barrier. But he knew really good English. Jesus Christ on a motorbike. What was that? All right. Here we are today in a room full of God, family, country, dude. Making his appearance today. I'm your host, Kevo. This is my man, my co-host, Joe. Joel. I almost said Joe. I, I got Burrow on the brain, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I do, man. I got Burrow on the brain. Anyway, I you. Yeah, you, you should. Anyway, we are unwavering toxic masculinity from the dudes to end today. Uh, so interesting day because my, my quarterback was in surgery. I heard a couple hours ago. Have you, a little have you, nervous. Have you, have you called for an update? I, I've I've got uh, Zach, a direct line to Zach, and uh, he's letting me know. As, uh, I, Zach, I thought you'd have his nurse. Uh, well, Zach's getting me his nurse. Oh, okay. you, you mock what you don't understand, and and I know what you're doing, you know. But uh, I've I've uh, I also you know uh, if he has to wind up at Walter Reed, I've got contacts there too. So. You know, you, you make fun of us until there's a national security issue and you need me, and then, then I'm going to be your guy. But uh, uh, I'm not worried about the president having COVID at all. I'm worried about Joe Burrow and his appendicitis. Yeah. In, in screw fact, national security. Screw, really? yeah, screw national security and all that. Hell with you, man. We're worried about our quarterback. I can't wait for the time of year to come where we hate each other because of our, our, our team's colors and not because of the way we – that's, we align another one. It's much, so true. much more fun in it from September to February. But then you got to get something to fire you up. I, I would much rather hate a, a New England Patriot hat than you know than to see a political hat and hate that person because of that. I don't even hate the fans though. Really, I mean, I just say you know you got hate the fans of the Patriots. Yeah, you know they they they're just doing what they do. I mean that's what fans do. Now, as as a Bills fan. Uh, we we talked about this yesterday. As a Bills fan, are, are the Patriots your arch nemesis? Uh, Is that at your this, at this point? Yes. It, it used Even to be still Miami. Now? It used to be Miami. Miami used to be. Our... I'm not being a smartass because you're talking about a guy that was is a fan of a team that has sucked. Entirely. So, I, so it's not me throwing a low blow in there because what can I say? But when you say it was Miami, like it was Miami to see. Who would bottom feed? Or I'm not being a smart. No, no. Miami was always right. They were right there on the doorstep with us. Uh, I mean, you, you don't have Marino and not be competitive year yeah. to year. 
you know, speaking of, that's something everybody said to me last year, you know, to make the, the, the Super Bowl uh, loss better. You know, they always said, well, y'all be back. Joe will be back. I'm glad Whitworth won. Joe Burrow will be back. Joe Burrow will be back. And I, I would always answer you how to answer. Ask Marino how that went. Yeah, Marino. To I told because that same thing they said to Marino. Oh, he'll be back. He'll be back. How'd that go? It's it's pretty hard to come back. You, Tom Brady and and Belichick together. So I think now, as we spoke for the show too, I think we know where the key success was. I don't think that's crazy to say right now. I'm I'm, I'm with you. On okay, that one. I'm with you on that. Tom one. Brady is the, obviously the exception. To the rule, you take the great – I'm going to name five great quarterbacks. Uh, Drew Brees. One Super Bowl. Yeah. One. That's all he ever got to. Uh, 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 Peyton Manning. He did win, too, but that second one he was throwing ducks it, out it there. Was right? it, it was rough. It was rough. But, but a win's a win. I don't I, care how you I, do it, right? I'll take it, yeah. Right. But oh, if Josh Allen wins that way, I, I'll guess what it. you still call him? If, Super Bowl champion. If he's got a peg leg, I don't care. If he, he gets a Super Bowl, that's, that's the man. Uh, uh, you know, um, Dan Marina, another one. You know, that, like it, it's just, I, I mean, uh, uh, you know, Tom Brady and the seven Super Bowls, that's that's an oddity. That's not an everyday thing. I mean, you think back to – Well, they'll be back. Yeah. You think back to, like, the question comes is, like, uh, if you could pick anybody out of history to start a franchise with, like, who, who, would, who would be your man? And I, as a Buffalo Bill fan, I would say Dan Marino. And it's because I've seen him slice up one of the best defenses year in and year out with his quick release. When Bruce Smith would have him for a sack, you thought for sure, have his hands on him, and that ball would come out in in an instant. Are you comfortable – Again, sometimes I feel like you – I don't want you to think I have this loaded question that I'm waiting on an answer. I'm not. I just – are you comfortable saying if you had to pick between Marino and Elway, you take Marino? I, yeah. And I don't, I don't yeah. think there's a wrong answer there. Yes, uh, yes, but yes. I get that. And, and I always worried about cold – you know, Dan Marino played in warm weather all his career. But you think back, Dan Marino, I think he came from Pittsburgh. I think he played for Pitt. Yeah, he did. So, yeah. obviously, he can play in cold weather. Um, right. He 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 obviously had the arm strength to play in Buffalo. I've seen him and, throw some beautiful passes. And I felt like, I felt like what always ticked me off about Elway was the way he kind of handled being drafted. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't like the. Well, I don't want to play there. Uh, I'm not going there. Or I'm not doing this. Or I'm like I just I don't know. I mean, the pompous. I mean, there's people that. You would give their left testicle you know, to be drafted. Jim Kelly did the same thing. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Uh, Jim Kelly did the same thing. But and here's the difference. Jim Kelly went on to do, and I don't mean just for the game. I mean, Jim Kelly went on to be this humble statesman, etc. I always felt like Elway was this, I'm better than you. I, I plain. I get it. I get it. Now I, I don't. I don't. You know, and I don't know. He, he, those that know, maybe you know, they may be like, "You're so off base." Elway was this humble but hardworking blue collar. He, he did not appear to be that way, and that's another reason why I didn't like Philip Rivers, Eli Manning, that whole situation. And Philip Rivers was one of the most un- off the field. The guy's a saint. 
Yeah. He's a great father, great husband. Like, he's what? Like, it, it, seriously, you're, that's what you want your daughter to, to kind of shoot for. Family man through and through. Don't miss, you know, he's got a baseball team over there. He's got 27 kids. I mean, I don't know if she's fertile myrtle or he's just, like, really good. I don't know, but <laughs> – but the guys, uh, but again, he's a good person on field. But on the field, I want to choke the piss out of him. He, he was Jay Cutler on the field. Uh, see, good, good thing he wasn't Jay Cutler off the field. And I always cited because you remember the the kind of back and forth between him and Cutler and Rivers. Yeah, I always cited with Cutler in that deal. But then you know when Jay Cutler leaves, you're like Jay Cutler is kind of an asshole too. But. I, I mean, I get it, you know. Uh, Do you think he, like, emulated uh, Elway in his career and that's the way he, he wanted to be? Or Who's that, Cutler? Cutler. Well, I, I – I'd like to know his, like, influence. I feel like Cutler was so freaking talented. I think God made his right arm a thunderbolt. I do. And and I don't know if if it was too much mental stress – I don't know if he just he believed in himself too much and didn't prep right. I don't know what it was, but he he just didn't live. I don't believe he lived up to the talent that he truly had. I think it was study habits. It's yeah, between the ears. That's things between the ears and, and his prep for the game. So that seems to be a, a lot of issue uh, with a lot of people, and um, I, it's 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 kind of a like that's an accidental segue. Yes. But it couldn't be better. So, uh, so as we as we talk sports, the first thirty minutes or so, and trust me, we're going to get to more. I say exciting, but we're going to get to more colorful and 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 fun things in a little bit, too. But uh, I think this is interesting. If you follow sports any, you've got to be fascinated by what Kyler Murray and this contract said. So, having pulled the contract up today, and and, and if you bear with me, Joel. I will bear, bear with me one second because I, I want to verbatim. I want to pull this contract up. You have me, the contract. Yeah, I do. You can read it. Okay. I, wow. I do. So I have uh, – so this is what his uh, – Joel, I'm having a cigar I've here, just buddy. been going on secondhand information. Well, and I'm what? glad you're going to okay. you're gonna bring the contract oh, up you. and show me really what is in this because I've, I've, heard, I've heard it's got some sneaky stuff. Buddy, in. I've got – Joe Burrow's doctor on speed dial. I got Zach Taylor who's coming over and we're going to eat at Western Sizzling tonight. Just now, okay, I got that. Now, answers. if you could tell me where Beasley's going to end up. Uh, is that a grocery store? What are you talking about? Cole Beasley. Oh, uh, 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 Cincinnati. They say that he has several teams looking for him. And, and he said he would. I know he made a trip to Cincinnati. He would want, he would be open to going back to Dallas. Uh, that would be good because I, I, Dak needs a security blanket. Well, he's supposed to have C.D. Lane in the slot this year. Though. Supposed to. I, I, I worry, I worry about that offensive line. What was the best offensive line in football two years ago, three years ago? You know, we're But. All right, so let, let me read just real quick. But I, I'd love to get back to Colby's thing. All right, so I'm reading you what the contract said. According to Ian Rappaport, 
Murray's new detail contains an addendum that requires four hours of independent study during every game week in the season. The clause requires that Murray look over material he receives from the Cardinals outside of the regularly scheduled meetings to help him prepare for games. The stipulation adds that Murray must be fully present when conducting his independent study. The contract specifically reads, player shall not receive any credit for independent study with respect to any time periods during which any material is displayed or played on an iPad or electronic device if player is not personally studying or watching the material while it is being displayed or played, or B, player is engaged in any other activity that may distract his attention. For example, this is in the contract now. For example, watching television, playing video games, or browsing the internet while such material is being displayed or played. They had to get him with the video games. Can he not independent study playing Madden? So, it, it's so interesting because that's that generation. Like, but this showed. It totally made sense. Like, when I read that this morning, I was like, because uh, I did, you know, do the show with Puffy, and, and I was like, Puff, there's verbatim the language that contract says. Like, here it is. Like, the way it legally reads. And I immediately, you know what I went to? Do you remember that playoff game this last year? Oh, whoa. Guess what? This makes sense now. He didn't study that. He was not prepared at all. No. He looked terrible. Now, look, we may not ever win another playoff game as long as we're in Cincinnati. We may be the laughing stock of the league. We may suck it all up. We may be a joke, the butt of every joke of the league. But you look at the way Joe Burrow looked, and you look at the way Kyler Murray looked. Uh, yeah, they were completely different. One of them had his head. One of them was not worried about Madden, was not worried about his girlfriend, was not worried about uh, Pornhub. Or, well, I'm not in, not at all saying that's what Kyler was doing. I'm just saying. He wasn't worried about Twitter. He wasn't worried about – he wasn't listening to any outside anything other than coach, film, line. One of them – Got sacked. You were in this room for it. Yeah. Nine times. Would have been 11, but the play got called dead twice on two occasions. It would have been 11 sacks and stood in there to make a throw, to put them in position to get that field goal. That's, you know, the again, God, don't, don't let nobody turn this on me because uh, it's going to piss me off. But the Josh Allens of the game, who's been in the league now, what, five years, six years? It's fifth year. He shows it. Yeah. He is a mature stud now. He, you see he's in control. You see where his head is. He, everybody is looking to Josh. What do you want? Chief, you, you're the man. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And when your team looks at you that way, that means you've done the work. You've gained the respect. You're doing what you're supposed to do. You're not over there worried about your Madden rating. It does appear he does study. I think I think Josh Allen does study. Kyler Murray, I, I mean, he looked like the first game you played in the NFL, that playoff game. 
complete. Uh, it was bad. It, it was. It was. You just it, came from a small college and you got dropped in. And he did not come from a small college. No, the kid. It, he came from a big time, big time program. Uh, and it, he is disguised the limit. He's athletically a freaking freak of nature. And that's what that's what it comes down. He's to. He's amazing. You've got these athletic. athletic quarterbacks who mm-hmm. who rely all their life on athleticism, mm-hmm. and then. Sooner or later, it does catch up with you. You at some point, you've got to be able to mentally trick defenses and to bite in one way, going another. Right? It's got to happen. I think that's what happened to Cam Newton. I think he hit that wall with, and, and he hit it later in his career. But it, it's like it took a while. But when they finally caught up to him, it was like hitting a wall. Like, but oh shit, we got him now. It, if you are a great studier. If he did great film study, I think he would still be in New England. Oh, no doubt. Uh, I, I, absolutely no doubt. And, and again, I, I, if we have any insiders that know any of this, I'd, I'd love to know. But I heard that was a debacle. I, I can imagine. I, I don't think it – you know, there have been quarterbacks who do study who didn't understand the offense in New England. So, so I mean – uh, and, and other players, wide receivers. I think, I think that's what Ocho. Yeah, Ocho. Ocho was a good example. Like he said, he did not do the work that he should have done, and he had a gift handed to him in New England. And and it, that's the thing about Ocho. I appreciate. He one hundred percent will call himself on his garbage. He will tell the truth, and that is, or at least his truth. But but don't you just respect him for that? I do. He I, can I do. absolutely take. He can take the ass chewing. He could take the criticism. He'll give himself the criticism as quick as he'll brag about himself. I love watching him talk. Uh, I didn't realize how much I missed him until I realized how mature he really was. Like, you BS or bullcrap and all that, but the guy was good. He's a hell of a teammate. Still built like a professional athlete. Uh, he's a, Again, he's like, another freak of nature. He could, he could walk in and take a rookie's job. There are receivers in the league that I truly think Ocho could could out route run, definitely, uh, um, and 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 make a rock. I mean, I I know that sounds crazy, but I think he could. How, how old is Ocho now? Do we know? He's gotta be. Is he pushing uh, forty five? Uh, what what 40 are we? Forty something. I, I gotta check this I, out. I'm gonna guess. Quick. Uh, 41. We don't have a uh, we don't have a Jamie or somebody doing research for us. Yeah. So we, we got to type our own it's shit. Coming. You know? It's coming. 44 years old. 44. So I, I was close. So I said 45. So, he, I mean, the guy's two years younger than me. Three years younger than you. Look at him. I mean, he's. Did he have any major injuries in Cincinnati? Do you remember? Uh, I mean, I'm not talking about ankle, like. Spring ankle, like because every wide receiver. No, I, I don't. I honestly don't think I remember any major. I, I don't remember injuries. surgery for him or anything. I, I believe it was him and Carson ran their course. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, Marvin. I mean, trying to change into the guard. The year they brought in Terrell Owens, it it like you kind of thought to yourself, "Wow, what what a tandem that'll be," and it turned out to be just an embarrassment. I remember Terrell on Buffalo. Uh, he he was actually pretty successful with us. It's just we we just didn't have anybody to throw the ball to him. And and you know I, I'm so torn on Carson Palmer because after 
2005, when Kimo Van Ohalfen rolled into Carson Palmer, I'm telling you, going into that wild card game, starting that playoff, when we week 16, week 17's over, I said to my wife, I think we're a few weeks away from seeing the Bengals in a Super Bowl. There was a team like I'd never seen. They had, like they were the and ifs and buts, candy and nuts. But I believe if Von Ohalfen doesn't roll over Palmer, I believe we win that wild card game against Pittsburgh. And, and I believe it was all the stars were aligning for it to work. They just didn't align. And but Palmer was never the same after that. Yeah, like. I, and I, it's easy for me to sit and say, "Oh, you go." I I can't imagine how skittish maybe he was. I, that's what I was wondering. To step Do you think and he throw. just got scared, scared of going through the motions. Well, and, and so then when it happened to Burrow, I was like, "Oh my God, here we go again!" Jesus, second year. Or, or, uh, no, first year. Burrow's first year, right? Yeah. Oh my God, no! Please, I think God. because he's he's fought through he's fought through an injury before. I think he he knew what his body would do and how it would respond. Well, and I was down on Carson anyway last year. You remember during the season, uh, Burrow needs to demand a trade. They're not going to give him what it takes to win. He needs to get out of Cincinnati. That was all year long. That's all Carson Palmer said. Like, I still have not heard him, and it does piss me off. I still have not heard him go, hey, I was wrong. Different team, it's a- different era. They are in it to win. I have not heard him say that yet. They they've already said they're working on his contract. They're, they're building the indoor facility. That, for finally, him. the last team, Mike Brown. He, he said building the indoor facility. I, Damn, Mike! They, they said they finally, it's cold in Cincinnati. They finally got it. They finally we, got it. It makes sense, you know. But it's not Mike. You know, Mike. I, I think Mike gave day to day operations to Katie, uh, which is his daughter. And her husband, and and they're like, no, Dad, no, of course we're not going to have a GM. No, we know how you are. We're not going to have a GM. Duke, we're going to call you player personnel director. You're the GM. Go get us some. And I think that's what happened. Duke Tobin is – that title's not going to say GM as long as Mike Brown's alive. But watch. Guarantee you, God forbid, the day Mike Brown goes and he's in that $12 uh, tractor supply hat that he had on – the night he's on TV accepting the AFC Championship trophy, he's in some $12 tractor supply hat. Like, you couldn't get, you know, dressed up. Because the day it happens, you're, uh, a few days are going to go out of respect, and Duke Tobin will have GM under his. Maybe maybe when he accepts the Super Bowl trophy, he'll, he'll put, like, a top hat on or something. It's, it's just it's just a gimmick. I w- you know, he's a guy that, that – it's very polarizing because at one time what's great with Saints fans understand it because at one time we thought like the New Orleans Saints were one of the worst owned teams in, in sports. Uh, Tom Benson, it just seemed like he was in it for the money. He was just, I oh, wasn't. It, it, it was a lot like the Mike Brown route. Who would you say now? Oh, uh, Dan Snyder is Dan the Snyder. worst owner in all of professional sports. I, I don't know how the guys got the job. Money. So, we, hey, we're going to have to fix that iPod later. Anyway, it, it ain't no big deal. We'll, we'll, we'll get it next show. But I'll have to dump everything off of it and just use it. Yeah. But anyway, um, I think Dan Snyder's a terrible owner. I, I think what – here's what's funny. Hey, 
another great segue that leads us in down wormholes, okay? It's, it's kind of weird how uh, Dan Snyder has a, uh, a guy that works for him by the name of Doug Williams. Yes, sir. Okay? All right. Doug was – sorry, had to flick my ash on my cigar. All right. Doug was extremely vocal when Hugh Jackson, who's now the coach at Grambling University, uh, at Grambling, you know, talk about one of the storied colleges. Forget HBCUs. Forget Division. Uh, forget G5, P5. Forget all that. Grambling has had one of the top three or five greatest coaches to ever coach the game in Eddie Robinson. Yeah. The guy was a legend. He was amazing. He did more for young men's lives than you could – we'll never – there will never be another man like that man. Never. The man was – God, he was an amazing man. I got to meet him one time as a little kid. And, I mean, I remember all the stories you hear about it. it, it Joe was like meeting a God. It was just – and he was that big smile and that so hum. Uh, it, it just didn't seem like this guy – that everybody talks so just godlike about. But he was an amazing man. But anyway, so Hugh Jackson's taken over a storied HBCU franchise, uh, uh, college. So when he gets hired, what was his first hire? He went out and hired Art Browse. And I get it. People were, oh, yeah. But Art Browse was not convicted in court of anything. Matter of fact, in criminal court or civil court, Art Bryles was found to have no knowledge. Like it, it he was was he was acquitted. acquitted. Sorry, can't, can't find my language here today. All right, so I understand the program had like I get it, but Art Bryles was acquitted. So in the, under the rule of law, you got to give you got to give somebody another chance. So. I liked what Hugh Jackson did. It was like, let's make this program, let's make headways. Because Hugh Jackson's a great offensive mind. You bring Art Bryles in there, I think it was going to be great. Well, all of a sudden, Doug from Washington got vocal and was, how dare you hire somebody like that? Like, I, alumni, not going to stand for it. You need to let him go. And the public pressure, four days after Art Bryles' Hired. Hugh Jackson let him go. Because Doug Williams in Washington. Now Doug Williams. In Washington. All all the people. Now you you're no, working for that th- guy. Okay. So why don't you tell us a little bit? Well, fill us in a little bit about what Dan Snyder's got going on. Hey, he he cheated other owners out of money allegedly. Allegedly. I yeah, put that cheerleaders out. and female employees have testified in front of congressional oversight committees about the sexual abuse, the comments, the asking to do porn. The, I mean, like, yeah, he had a special. So you're standing your ground, huh, Doug? The the cheerleaders magazine video, he had them chop together the special moments for him and the group of guys that were at the top of the office. That that would have you know slips and maybe maybe they caught him changing mm-hmm. and, and things like that and that's that's 
that's the character guy you're working for, and you, and you don't expect him to build another man. Uh, up. Right, that you can't. I mean, ima- so imagine, and I'll I'll, I'll do it because it works both ways, right? Imagine you you just got to do it. I mean, imagine a young. Uh, well, our brawls wasn't young, so that's not a fair word there. But imagine a a journeyman head coach that's an African-American man and with a program that athletic director students are doing some wicked, stupid stuff. And he finds out about it. He's like, oh, my God, this is – and he doesn't partake in any of it. He doesn't know what – when it comes out, it, it, like he doesn't know – He's called off guard like everybody else. He's fired. Everybody's fired. Somebody wants to give him another opportunity. And we go, no, no. Oh, God, no. Oh, no. When when in a court of law, he was acquitted. You don't think you learn from mistakes? And now he'll, he'll, 1, he would run a program a whole lot different. I mean, you lost your job because you didn't keep track of your program. Our brows would be like he would be the guy to like to red flags to watch for to. I don't want to do anything. I, I, all I want to do is coach and build my name back up because I have something to give. You know, so the fact that like I don't even know where our brows is right now, but you know, talk about a that was just and, and so we live in an area where. Not a lot of people wanted to talk about that. And I think it's because Doug Williams is, is a huge part of Grambling, he's a huge part of the culture. Uh, and, and, and let's be honest, we, live, we do, we live in a time where sometimes if you have any criticism of anyone, whether it be a, a, a black man criticizing a white man, is oh, well, you don't like it. What? No, no, it's just a criticism of, of, of your coaching, of your – of of your decision making, it doesn't mean anything. But I think people got very like I, I just don't want to say a whole lot. Mm. And I think that was something around here that it like it was an embarrassment for Hugh Jackson to go out and hire that man and somebody in Washington I, public I pressure him. I didn't know that story. That's yeah. embarrassing to me. It, 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 right. I, I mean, because again, it, I'm going to tell you right now. Because if if Doug uh, if Doug Williams is Art Browse, that man deserves another chance. Definitely, definitely. You cannot hold him uh, accountable for something that he was publicly acquitted on having anything to do with. I mean, Washington themselves keep saying, "Well, this is a whole different group of front office, and and we're not the same people." But they seem to keep making the same the same mistakes. You ready for this? Art Ray Browles is an American football coach who is currently the head coach for the Gilfie Ferrans in the Italian Football League. What? Yep. I did not know that. That I, I, Why I didn't know that, I don't know, but I think it just adds to the BS of that whole situation even more. Uh, the uh, guy's coaching in the Italian Football League. I hope he's successful. Does that mean soccer? I'm not being smart ass. Well, that, that's what I was wondering. It's uh, wasn't that a a whole uh, Netflix uh, special or something? Uh, series or Hulu? Well, see now I got a uh, Italian football in August. 
Second team, JT Brawls will announce head coach of the Gilfi Furlans American football team looking for Italy. Remember, Italy is the first, blah, blah, blah. If it said American football. Okay. Uh, Brawls re-sign uh, to coach uh, 60 regular season, playoff win. Okay. Uh, while winning the 41st Italian Bowl Championship game with a 21-17 upset over Milano Seaman. I don't know. That's felt weird saying that. but They don't know. Uh, no, nobody knows. Uh, but he was in the Canadian Football League, scandal at Baylor. Um, wow. That's that's quite the drop. That, it's, a, it's, a, it's crazy. Like, why doesn't – uh, and again, I'm reading the scandal at Baylor. I mean, and again, you know, the great thing about Wikipedia is I could go in there and edit this, you know. And for a little bit, what I say get what I type get read at least for a little while. So yeah, who knows, you, you know, how accurate it is. But um, wow. Um, so on June uh, 19, 2018, former Bay Lake Athletic Director Ian McCall testified during a deposition that the sexual assault scandal that engulfed the fo- school's football program was manufactured by investigators and regents to cover up a larger university-wide issue. McCall alleged Baylor hatched an elaborate plan that essentially scapegoated black football players and the football program for being responsible for what was a decades-long university-wide sexual assault scandal, according to court documents. In late 2018, Browles turned over documents pursuant to a subpoena, which had not been previously produced by Baylor. These documents showed multiple senior Baylor administrators knew about a serial sexual assault assailant in the fall of 2011, but along with Browles, failed to act. Baylor's, excuse me, sorry, Baylor's legal counsel, Christopher Holmes, sent a letter addressed to Browles, clarifying Browles did not fail or discourage victims from reporting to law enforcement or university, or university officials. you got to blame somebody. Browles did not fail or discourage victims from reporting. So, what a messed up situation that is. I mean, that's the guy that you root for now. Uh, I mean, I do. It's one of those things where you're kind of like, you know, you know, there's three sides to that story, right? The truth, his side, his side, and 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 you hope that Art Bryles is sincerely out there going, man, I did not let young women get sexually assaulted and and not know, and. And so you hope, man. You gotta hope he's telling the truth, and then you gotta hope if if you are, you deserve a second chance. Uh, again, if you don't, if you're if you're lying, you're a piece of crap. But then you gotta believe that Baylor, the head people, didn't know anything about it. I mean, to believe that he was, he was the one responsible. He's the one who lost her job. Did anybody else lose their job? Did, did you know? Wow. Uh, so some of the names of kids these days, like I'm, I'm not sure. It, I, I'm assuming Art. I mean, he has children, but tell me these. Okay, so Kendall. That's, I, normal. that's that's pretty normal. But I knew a dude named Kendall. Well, that's true. That's okay, true. so I'm not Staley. That's a little bit. It's different. I'm not, different. I'm not saying it's not it's a beautiful not, name. Yeah, it's I a nice just don't. Name. It's a. Is it? It's a. I was going to say bisexual, but that's not what I meant. But uh, inner, inner, it would be intersexual, or it, it doesn't. The name goes both ways, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And then Jancy. Jancy. Yeah. 
So I, I don't know if Art has a daughter, but I would like to think a man that has a daughter couldn't look his daughter in the eye if he were he was letting. Like, there's a special place in hell for you if you're letting young girls get assaulted and you're not doing something about it, but you're looking your daughter in the eye talking about, I'm going to protect you. I got, you know, I mean, I, I hope that's not the case. But anyway, um, it, it is what it is. But who is Doug? I mean, Doug Williams, all, he, all of a sudden, Doug's the, you're the chancellor of morals now, all of a sudden, working for Dan Snyder. Doug, Doug, Doug is a quarterback who played, what, maybe two good years uh, well, okay, so Doug won a Super Bowl, I right? Mean, he won a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I mean, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Did you see the team around him? Oh, I mean, absolutely. I'm, I'm pretty sure you could have won a Super Bowl. No, not, I'm not discounting that Doug Williams is not an athlete. Oh, the man's a – I mean – He made he, it to the NFL. He deserved his chance. That's he one of the – he's he one of the great ones because we know how hard it is to I make mean, it there. I think it was – He's in the 1%. He was a much better quarterback than I think Mark Rippon was for him. Oh my God, Rippon was a—he couldn't even walk without tripping over his own leg. How many? How many? Uh, how many Super Bowls the Redskins have? Was it two? Uh, Is it Doug what, and Rippon? Oh no, I'm pretty sure they got some more than that. Okay, see, again, now we don't we have got, anybody doing research here, so here we go. Um, Kevo looking into the stats. Machine. Yeah, uh, and I say what well, I say the Redskins, but I, the I Commanders. That's just boy, how y'all screwed up on that name. But okay, whatever. Uh, so how, how many? Okay, so how many Super Bowls? I'm I'm gonna guess four. Four. Okay, so uh, uh, three, three, okay. ninety-two. Against Buffalo. I remember that one. Okay. 88 against Denver. Okay, I remember that one. Okay. And 83 against the Dolphins. Against the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. Is that the year they beat the That's the year they beat the Dolphins. I thought there was a Raiders. Uh, I don't know. For some uh, reason. But I am showing three NFL champions. So... Okay. Yeah, but but Dan, since Dan's been owner, it's been a debacle in Washington. Oh, they, it's been an absolute. They had that RG three year. That's it. Uh, and RG three got hurt at the end of the season. I swear, there's something about that field that's cursed. It, it's Alex in bad Smith. Shape. It's in bad shape. Joe Theismann, Alex Smith, yeah. Joe Burrow. It's RG three. It's not well. Joe Theismann got he got his in RFK. So that that would be the old stadium. So that wasn't the same field. Uh, uh, again, I'm not saying you're wrong. No, no, I just Joe, thought Joe Theismann was in RFK. The uh, the others were. Wasn't it odd that it was the FedEx. same date? Now that that is pretty creepy. That Alex Smith had it. Have you seen Project Eleven? No, sir. Oh my God. I I, I want to. I, I just don't know if I. You know, sometimes I get a little emotional and stuff like oh, that. Oh, dude, I you know I, I I honestly bet, and I'm not I'm not ashamed to say I bet I cry three times a week on average. You know the ridiculous <laughs> thing, Heather caught me. We were watching We Are the Champions, and it came up to the dog dancing one, and for some reason I got a tear in my eye and I said, Heather, I don't know why I'm crying. I don't even like that lady. It, it was just. They they won and it was an emotional thing for dog dancing because you've 
feel things and you're human being and it's what you're you're, you're supposed to you're supposed to have emotion. We're not supposed to walk around like robots. And sometimes I think it's tough for, for men, uh, for dudes, because I think sometimes we're supposed to just, I think a lot of times we're just supposed to, kind of supposed to keep things. All right, we got to be, the you know, strong or mentally tough. And, you know, we're not supposed to show emotion. I think a, a lot of men look at themselves that way. Like, I can't show any weakness. Um. And that's tough because, man, there is so much. I mean, especially like me, I have a daughter and then I have granddaughters. You, t- Oh, my God. I can't imagine. I'd probably be crying nonstop. It is. Uh, uh, those girls, man, it's uh, – and, I mean, grandsons too. But, girl, there's just that special way. You know, I was talking to Nash earlier, and I'm like um, – about going to see Joe Burrow play this year. And and, and, and you hear oh, on the phone, you hear footsteps. Juno, can I go too? Oh, absolutely you can. Yes, I know you don't want to go. You don't give a shit about going that game. But I'm going to say yes because it's – She I mean, would be the rowdiest fan in, in Probably the would be. Uh, but, but, you know, I, but back, back to what you're saying is, is it's – it's Project Eleven. Again, if if there's a guy we should all be rooting for, it's Alex Smith. I mean, you look at what happened to him, and then you look at his daughter, just recently had stroke-like symptoms and had a brain tumor. Oh wow! Is that's a family? Who and again they they openly you know you know in Project Eleven I mean they talk about their faith and 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 they they are as a family rooted in faith and so for them it's not for everybody I know that but for them you know they feel like that's their strength and so through I mean you, so as you we were talking the other day like you're spiritual too, but it's an inner different spiritual and you're not saying it's better or worse. None you're saying it's just different. I'm just not advanced. So for somebody to die on that hill and go, no matter what negative comes my way, I'm going to get that strength. I I don't care whether it's your inner strength or his strength. That man definitely has strength. Right. And and so, you know, when your, your daughter, and I think she's 11 or 12, I'm a 10, you know, like, Oh my God. Is this I can't after imagine. after he went through what? He yeah, this went is through. just this past May, and, like and now two three months ago. Yeah, man, you just retired. You just the Maybe. fact that he ran back out on the field, yeah, and played is a miracle of itself. If you haven't seen it, I'm I'm urging you to watch it because you see that leg. It it is so. Like, I even turn away from the play. I can't I, – I, I still can't really watch. Like, I've seen it that couple times. I don't see it again. I've seen it. But watching the leg, like, of him running around in that backyard, like, you would think it's fixing a snap. Yeah, like, oh, my God, stop it. <laughs> it looks so bad. But he's a badass, well, man. I mean. Think about that, that he got back on the field. Joe Theismann barely walks. I mean, yeah. he, he has a noticeable limp now, from yeah, what I hear. You know, story, legend has it that, uh, you know, Lawrence Taylor made that hit. And story is that Lawrence Taylor called him in the hospital and apologized. But Lawrence Taylor, in the most Lawrence Taylor way, 
apologized by not going, man, I am so sorry this happened to you. I, you you're my brother. Because, you know, if you watch the play, Lawrence Taylor's calling for, uh, oh, yeah. the, like, oh, my God, you got to get over it. Like, he could not believe what happened either. But he, I think Lawrence Taylor put that game head. He had a game to play. They had to go out and win. And so later, as a player, he calls up that, like, and a legend has it that when he called him, his way of apologizing was go, I can't help it. When I bring it, I bring it. Like, I, you brought it. I think uh, he had a little help with that bringing it. Yeah. Uh, from, from, from from rumor, allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, he yeah, would, Lawrence uh, was. He did a little nose dust. Yeah, he. Um, who do you think was the most. Like, when you think back of linebackers in, in your time. And out, I say your time. out Like, throughout. They're like when you think of like the the John Matuzak, remember uh, for the Raiders, didn't he wind up playing uh, sloth in the Goonies? You remember that was John yeah. Matuzak. Yeah. Uh, Lyle Alzado. Like those guys were effing crazy, man. Yeah, they did a lot of drugs. Like they were nuts. Uh, who's the guy that played for Denver? Bill Romanowski, that played for the Ravens. You ever heard him tell stories of what he would do at the bottom of piles? Oh yeah, like grab dudes by the, yeah. you know, their manhood, and grab them by the hands and intentionally start trying to snap fingers. Well, and, didn't he kind of get taken down because he spit on somebody? That was the kind of the back then that was their cancel culture is like i think well yeah he spit, he spit well yeah you know, when you spit on, on somebody uh, yeah. i don't want you kind of deserve to get your ass run out of like that's a well i i get it i'm just saying not, not when you actually no i know i know what you're saying but i'm saying accidentally spit on somebody bro i'm so sorry that flew out of my mouth i was yelling screaming but literally going hey and spit that's trash. Man. I don't think he knew the word sportsmanship back then. No, and and I think it was an interview, and I want to find this later, but I think it was in an interview with Colin Cowherd that Bill was right in the middle of talking, and Cal, they had to cut him out. And again, don't quote me on it. I think it was. It, 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 it was with somebody where Bill was right in the middle of talking about how before the game, he, used to, how, he was just talking about how he used to rub one out, and they had to just cut like, all right, Okay, we gotta <laughs> stop. I would love Bill. To you can't talk Colin's about. Face on that. And I want to say it was it was Colin or Dan Patrick, and I know how those two love each other so much. I think they Dan Patrick would for... like keep going with that. Yeah, Dan uh, Patrick's a little wild himself. Uh, and 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 I I'm one that I never listened to enough of Dan Patrick to have that opinion of him. Like I mean, I, obviously I listened to him a little. And I, the guy's a, supposedly a legend. I think he's a, a secret rock star. Mm-hmm. I think he lived the life of a rock star. But if you had to pick, what is that noise? I hear it. Yeah, like where is that coming from? That's so weird. So, uh, well, okay. Anyway, so that's very odd. Isn't it? It's a phantom yeah, like electronically interference. Right. So if you had to go back and pick somebody, uh, Dan Patrick or Rich Eisen, who do you? Man, both. So I'm a Rich Eisen guy. I love his interviews I, with. I, I I love I love Dan Patrick's cadence, the way he talks, I, and and because I'm an old ESPN guy, 
You know, he was he was back in the heyday. Oh yeah, when Stuart Scott was an absolute legend. He you could watch Stuart Scott and just feel better about your day. The he commercials. Was just a, the ESPN uh, commercials were, were probably the best thing on TV. And we agree. I, I know we both agree here. It don't matter. Again, you, you know, there's there's things. I'm 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 going to lean one way, and you're going to lean another. We know that about each other. Well, I say that like people heard us talking yesterday, but I got to remember they didn't. They did. So we, it's really it's not like we're repeating something they've already heard. We did they a haven't. whole podcast. Yeah, yeah. The, it was Mike, the, uh, Mike issue. trouble. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, but that's one day I'm going to have somebody that can run this ship and go, whoa, 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 before we start, this isn't right. Let's fix it before we get started. But that being said, uh, that, was, that was an amazing time when ESPN did not want to get involved in politics. They were just sports. But, but The you, world was better. You think if, if they came out with those commercials right now, do you think like they would be canceled? Like, you know what I'm saying? The cancel culture would jump in. Like, what commercials? Any of those those old ESPN commercials. I, I, there would have to be one that would rub someone the wrong way. I'm, I'm trying to think of I one. I am too. I am too. Um, so I, I'll Google that a little bit. But, but uh, to, to, to keep on the point is, is for me, like ESPN, and I still am dying to know where that background noise is coming from. That's the weirdest thing. It's like a game. It funny. is like a game that's on. That's so odd to me. But anyway, um, I, so that being said, I want – all right, dude got up and hauled ass. So that being said, here's what I wonder. Uh, life was better when, when you could turn on ESPN and Skip Bertman and Stuart Scott and Skip Bertman. Chris Berman, I'm sorry, Skip Berman, damn. Boomer. But right, when when Chris Berman and Stuart Scott and those guys were, were when, when they did Baseball Tonight, when they did, I mean, back, 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 back. It would be a sport I didn't I could, care about. Right, I could watch the highlights all day long and watch them over and over and over and over and never get tired of it. Yeah, Berman could make a, a, a lacrosse, <laughs> a lacrosse. He could literally make making toast exciting. Yeah, he could. Uh, It's like a basketball game is played. You're right. That's the weirdest damn thing that I've ever. uh, And I don't have anything playing on my, dude. I, I don't even know what to say. We got we got the mics so right. They're picking up the game from the next door neighbor. I think that's probably our luck. <laughs> probably our luck. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Wolfman's watching something in this room that's bleeding over. Um, but uh, where where do, do you so this the do you feel like it was that the Colin Kaepernick thing? Where ESPN decided, and it, it doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't matter whether you, this ain't about whether you agree with Colin or disagree. I, I'm just saying. Do you think it was at that point where ESPN took a stand to get more political, and we all just kind of lost, dude? I, for a minute, it's okay, but then y'all just they just went on and on and I, on. I think it was. Before, oh, was it earlier? I that? think it was earlier. I think I think that was probably you know the the final nail. But they had so refresh me. Then I mean, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying 
where did it start? Well, they, they started cutting talent. You know, when, when those big guys got to the point where they could they could pull a big contract, eventually ESPN would just say, no, we're not going to pay you. And and so, you know, that's that's when, uh, you know, Dan Patrick left and said, well, I'm going to do my own radio. He did a radio show, you know, on his own time. He didn't have to leave his house, built a studio. Yeah, see, I, I, and, I, and see, I do remember that about the Dan Patrick show. It it felt so much kind of like what we're trying to accomplish. It was different. It was right, different. On. It went away. Right. That's the weirdest deal. That's so odd to me. Anyway, um, it was different. So with with the with the the letting the the talent pool slowly slowly dwindling down. Where did where did ES? I mean that yes you're right. The, the, oh that got bad. The, the jump the shark. The jump the shark for me was the L A studio. Uh, when, when they moved out west. When when you yes when they put the the studio in L A. Right. The, they've got they still have the one in Connecticut, but to me that's that that was the brotherhood. It, you, you could tell they they spent a lot of time with each other. They loved each other or hated each other. But you could tell they spent a lot of time with each other, and they they knew how to to uh, react and play off of one another. Um, so funny, you say that, and that. So listen, I want to I want to tell you something. Wolfman, there is there is our dudes den slash studio. Okay, there is a closet, a utility room. And then there is a, another closet in a bedroom. And then the TV is way on the other side of that room. He was watching a video on YouTube that we could. How is that even a thing? Man, that's amazing. Uh, it's just weird. Um, so, anyway, that being said. So, for me, I, to, to your point, that's when Colin... That's when I lost interest in Coward. Not that he moved to Fox Sports. That didn't bother me. It was Colin's sort of demeanor and attitude and and swagger kind of changed when he moved out to L.A. Yeah. And I kind of lost interest in. I just felt like he. I, I liked the 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 northeastern kind of uh, that. Boston sort of mentality, but he moved out there and he tried to be cool. And I just like, first off, Colin's one of the greatest to ever do what he does. He's polarizing. He, and I still, to this day, I I pay attention to him. You do, we all do. So, but like everybody used to talk about how Colin was a douche. And then I got it. Like I got it. When he moved out there, I was like, yep, I get it. I get it. I, 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 I I didn't catch the douche boat as, as early as some of you That might be why I like him, though. I, I, you know, he's just kind of no holds barred. He tells it. He does tell it the way he thinks. Now, he thinks wrong sometimes. Oh, but, well, who doesn't? Yeah. I mean, no. He's uh, got some really bad, you know, he, he was, he, he tried to take up for, for me, he was taking up for Colin Murray. Oh, I was like, he took up for you. No. But the way you said it, I was like, damn, me, yeah. dude. Uh, he was taking up for Colin Murray on that whole studying thing. And I'm just, mm-hmm. he says, you know, some people just use their athleticism. I'm like, yeah, but some people's athleticism runs out. And the size that he is, it's going to run out quick. You know, 
that's funny. So I didn't know he took that stance on Kyler Murray with the study. Because it seemed like he rode Baker Mayfield's ass for not being the leader and the guy that came in and took things seriously. But now that it's somebody else, like, I don't get that. Like, yeah. that's not real consistent, I think. He would ride Baker for having his hat backwards. Right. I want my quarterbacks with their hat but, turned forward. And, and I don't know what he said, so I'm not putting words in his mouth, but, but, you, like, but you're okay with your quarterback coming in and being more worried about Madden or Twitter than they are game film? Because that seemed like to me – what I'm reading is happening. It has to be written in the contract. Don't tell me it's not a problem. Yeah. If it, you know, if it that's said, okay though. If it said, "Hey, you can't get massages anymore from a non-sanctioned massager," which I would hope that would have been in the Browns contract with Deshaun Watson, a non-sanctioned massager. <laughs> yeah. A male, male, male. Yeah, masseuse. right, right. You gotta have, you gotta, you gotta, have gotta have a penis. Male masseuse. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it wasn't a problem, it wouldn't have been written in the contract. No, it had to be an issue. Uh, but but the thing, one hundred percent. There's so many layers there to unpeel. Number one, who's in charge? Is Cliff Kingsbury in charge, or is he not in charge? I, I don't. Who, who who's there longer, Kingsbury or Kyler Murray? Uh, Kyler Murray was or, there a year longer, or, wasn't he? Well, I'm saying who lasts longer. Right. Who Who's going to be without a job? Well, not without a job. Because, right. like I said, everybody deserves second. Yeah, second oh, chance. God, yeah, yeah. Even if he flops out. Yeah, 100%. Contract, but, but how about as the head coach? You know, and that's my problem sometimes with he's a player's coach. I, I, for, that's good. But it's also – I'm okay with a Sean Payton. I'm okay with a Mike Zimmer. I'm okay with somebody walking in, grabbing that phone, and going, you're putting this SOB up until I tell you you can have it back. Is there such thing as a player's GM, a non-player's GM? I don't know. I mean – I don't know. I'm new to this GM thing. I'm a team that just got one, so I don't know what that's like. (laughs) I'm very new at this. So I'm I'm just happy we have one. So it is a nice thing. It is a nice thing. When, uh, when you is. get a good one, especially. I remember in like 2014 or 15 that uh, the that a, a bunch of uh, season ticket holders got together, and through it was like Lamar outdoor, outdoor advertising, you know, one of the big groups that uh, they all split the money, and they got a billboard, at, and it said, "Mike Brown, all we want for Christmas is a GM." And, you know, there it is up over where the Reds play and the Bengals play, this big billboard reminding Mike, hey, would you quit picking, trying to run the team and let somebody else do it? I just don't get it because name a successful one, like uh, uh, an owner who has successfully picked his players. Because we have a bunch of examples of ones who can't. Al Davis. Al Davis was a horrible GM. Oh, uh, Darius Hayward Bay to this day is just like, huh? What? Um, the Cowboys. Look, yeah, at, uh, look at the mess the Cowboys are in. Is that the only example of where maybe it worked once or twice or not? With the Cowboys? Yeah, I mean, it, it worked once or twice. Because the lightning in the bottle with Jimmy Johnson. 
Yeah, you got to give more of that to Johnson. Well, and he set up the team for Switzer, he, who came in and just took over a team. He took over a team until that team dissolved, and he there was no more. Yeah, but no, he took over Jimmy Johnson's team and won. He did. He did. Uh, but but uh, credit, to your credit, credit to I'm that. saying. Credit to that. To, but to your credit, that was probably more Jimmy Johnson than Barry Switzer. It, I, I do I do believe. I'm not a, a Cowboys uh, aficionado. aficionado. I've, I've kind of just watched at a distance. Um, I yep. did I did live in uh, Northern Virginia for a while, so you know I, I got a lot of Cowboys news, a lot of Redskin news. Right. So I kind of followed followed both teams, not being a fan, but just to me the the ins and out workings of every day of the NFL are, are just very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's extremely interesting. I, I could work for the worst team in the in the league and be fine. You know, the, it would interest me. Well, uh, I'd say a year ago we had a spot for you in Cincinnati. We need a film reader start out there. Next thing you know, you're going to be director of player personnel. You're going to be making decisions. But I would not be GM. Well, no, because we, 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 we're we not calling people that right now. We don't like titles. But even if you look at Mike Brown, if you Google Mike Brown right now, I'll, I'll do it. It's very weird. I've never seen this done. But if I Google, uh, uh, let's see, Mike Brown, uh, and I can't spell – I'm going to show you how it's got him listed here. You ready? Yeah. All right. Well, that's the basketball coach. We want the uh, we want uh, Mike Brown Bengals. So hang on one second. All right. So interesting. Not long ago, I was reading this, and it said uh, uh, born, uh, see so forth, so forth, education, spouse, position. It said owner, president, de facto. I've never seen that out there, buddy. But now it's not there now. That's weird. But it wasn't long ago. Sean Fox and I were talking about it on the air. Like, why was that on there? Like, uh, I, I don't really get why that. So I'm clicking on the Wikipedia page now itself. So uh, it, I don't see where it, it says that now. But I'm telling you, at one time, I literally saw that on there. And I thought, that's very weird why so, that would be on there. So, as a Cincinnati fan, do you give him credit for Joe Burrow's draft, or did really Joe Burrow draft himself? You know, that th- it was pretty much a, a given that that had to be. Well, picked. if you historically was there a waffle? I think if you historically look back at it, uh, a few years earlier, um, Jay Gruden and and uh, uh, Marvin Lewis, Jay Gruden's coordinator. And Jay Gruden wanted a different quarterback. I'm sorry. Jay Gruden wanted Andy Dalton. Okay. Mike Brown wanted a different quarterback. Jay Gruden got his way. And uh, Andy Dalton, who did amazing – I've got nothing bad to say about that man. He is a statesman. He Again, it's another one of the – like, that's what you want your daughter to be. That's a good human being. He is a – outstanding man. He's done great things for the community. His tie-in with Buffalo, what they did for each other, like that's what people are supposed to do. You know, when, when Dalton beats Baltimore and Buffalo gets in, the way the city of Buffalo started donating to Dalton's charity, like that's what people, that's the good that people do. So Andy Dalton, great dude. But Mike Brown, if you read the, the story, Mike Brown wanted a quarterback that was taken by the San Francisco 49ers next pick or two. Who was that? Colin Kaepernick. Oh, that would have been a 
That that's weird that he. Well, I, I now I do see it. I do see it because now you, you fast forward to Jay Gruden becoming the head coach of the Washington Redskins, mm-hmm. and he wanted Kirk Cousins, but the owner stepped in and made him draft RG three before. Mm-hmm. So he drafted both quarterbacks in the same mm-hmm. same draft. So it's kind of an interesting segue to something else, though, because uh, as a Bengals fan, uh, and again, no secret, it we're we're not ever going to be ashamed to say anything about the way we feel. It's literally unwavering. But I'm one that, uh, as a Bengals fan, it would have been a very interesting situation if we take Kaepernick. Because does 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 it play out the same way? I, I don't I don't know if it does. Does you know, Kaepernick take the social stance that he does, or knee? I guess that's just the opposite. You know, like does he do that? Well, here's why I say that. Because there are 32 NFL teams. There is one NFL team. You don't have to look it up. That is not ever had a player kneel. One. You didn't know this, did you? No. The Cincinnati Bengals. Really? Because when it happened, Mike Brown's dad, he's a military man, he went in and said, and, and, and he's somebody that got behind. I've seen him do it. Mike Brown has been, I say notorious, like it's a bad, I don't mean that, but he has been synonymous for giving young African-American troubled men a chance. Oh, definitely. He's done it over and probably to a fault. Yes. At times, like for okay, a while, Mike, you was. gotta, man, you gotta cut, you cut any player, white, black, green, purple. You gotta cut the cord at some point. Not, but Mike Brown was adamant about giving them chances over and over. So the man's not a racist. He's not a big. It's nothing like that. But he's a very staunchly pro-military man, and so. I remember reading stories about how immediately when it happened, Mike Brown went in and it's like, hey, well, so we're going to all agree that I'm the employer, your employees. He didn't, he didn't own you. He didn't do that. And everybody loves playing for him. He just say, we're not going to do this. Do you think he'd been cut? If it, if it would have happened, which I kind, I kind of think maybe in a different situation it wouldn't have happened. Um. If it would have happened, you think he would have instantly been cut? No. No. No, I, I, I don't think he would have kneeled again, though. Okay. I think okay. Mike Brown probably takes him aside and goes, oh, all right, we're not doing that anymore. If you feel like there's something that needs to be said, we're going to do it elsewhere. Because if you do it again, like, I truly feel like that's what would have happened. I don't know that's the case. I'm just make. I'm just. Well, I'm just. I'm, just I mean, I, I'm trying to look back at who was who was basically in charge of the 49ers when that happened. Har- was Harbaugh. What in Harbaugh? Well, I'm, I'm wondering GM. Oh, oh GM was. Lynch has Lynch got there yet? So that's interesting. Um, so okay, while, while we're looking, uh, yeah, nothing like dead air. <laughs> So hang on, hang on with yeah, us. yeah. Hang we're, on one second. We're, we're, I still have a research guy. We're, we're going to get faster with this in the future. Oh, we really are. Okay, so 49ers, uh All right. So while we're while, so I'm pulling that information up. Okay. So that being said, uh, so it's kind of an interesting take on that too. Like you know, somebody that. Feels the way I do, uh, well, not about necessarily Kaepernick, but just about 
you know, again, you know, for me, God, family, country, I, I didn't like it anyway. I think the narrative was false. I think it's a ridiculous narrative. And first off, it's your right to do that. That's the that, thing. That's where I was going to go. It's like, your right to do it. Yeah. I doesn't mean I like it. It's it's your right to destroy your career. Yeah, I, I, and I understand it, you you felt and in your heart that that was the right thing to do, and and that's that's what we have the First Amendment and all the 100%. other one hundred percent. Well, it goes back to that saying: like I truly believe that the First Amendment, your right to say or do whatever you want to, as long as you're not inflicting harm on someone, right? That doesn't mean there's not going to be consequences. That, that's what I was about to say. It, a lot of people read that wrong and think the First Amendment Well, like, that means you can't fire me or you can't. No, I no, can't. it does. Right. It just means you have the right to say no, it. Yeah, nobody can control your tongue. Nobody can control your body when you take that knee or you, you know. So I agree 100%. Like, first off, there are men and women, and I believe that, that died to give him that right to do that. I truly believe that. Yeah. And and that's a very important part of that. Now, I don't agree with I, I don't agree with the principle. And and I think where it got lost for me is is he did. If you go look back to Kaepernick's interview after that. It was a very friendly discourse. It was, now, I just wanted to bring awareness to, it was. But somewhere it got lost along the way. Because he started wearing the co- the socks with pigs on it. It's got like, you're not, now that's, now we're not on the same page. Now, again, we can, statistically, Colin, you're wrong. You've been wrong. Police are not hunting African-American men. Like, you're, you're, that's not happening. But that being said. You feel that way. You feeling that way is not like I don't want to say I understand, but I under I can't control the way you feel. I can only help you look at the facts, and, and, and we have an open discourse. It started that way, and then it got well. I can feel however I want, but I can't go into my employer and do whatever I want. It, it, to to pre, even if it was a good point, like. You know, I really believe. In I really this. want to watch and, porn at work and, every yeah, day, and, and I, I want to, I want to kneel down at the register when I when I ring people up, and the, mm-hmm. the, my boss man says, uh, "No, stop, stop doing that." And that's it's mm-hmm. a, you know the NFL kind of hey we we don't need to go through this. Uh, Jerry Jones, Cowboys said you won't be doing it on my t- you know right. Him. He, he was one of the ones. Right. He was one too that said, after yeah. you won't be doing it at my team. And mm-hmm. then then I think they had a talk. I'm with sure. Him. I'm sure. Is your Jerry Jones impression? Yeah. That's Sorry. not bad. Not yeah. bad. Um, but yeah, I mean you're still it's still a job, and and I. I they're still private employers. I, I feel for both sides on it. I feel I do. I because I think they people were doing things that they felt was right, and 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 See, God, that, God bless you for that. So there's the key. It, it, it you're so you're hundred percent right. It truly did start out as that, and and that's why I, I didn't like it. But I truly, when he was so respectful afterwards, okay, like I've got no, you can't be mad at that. I just think it's like people are so quick to like they the the, the jersey burners. And yeah, you know, we have to we have to show publicly how we feel. Yeah, don't wear the jersey when you go to the game. Like, you know, put that jersey away. Throw throw it away. Donate it. Yeah, donate that jersey. Mm-hmm. So it and it was it, for me. It's 
like I understand, as I said a minute ago, there are men and women uh, do not mean did I didn't wasn't going to leave women out, but men and women that that died because they believe in those amendments, they believe in that constitution, and and when when a foreign adversary comes in to to take us over, those are the men and women that are going to protect us and fight their asses off for us and die for us. So therefore, they do that because they believe in that constitution, or at least we hope they do anyway. So it gives him the right to do that. So that's in a nutshell, guys. I don't like it either. That's his right. Now, the flip side of that. It also gives people the right to not like it. And so we, we got, like, I'm fine. I say I'm fine. I, 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 both sides are, you're exercising your right to do what you're free to do. I think each team had, had the right. Because to, I to didn't de- like to it. To decide what, what their mm-hmm. team does. If they come in and say, guys, it's not going to happen. If you want to do that, you stay in the locker room. Or the ones who said, you guys do whatever whatever you want. You know, it's it's almost like states' rights. You mm-hmm. know, I, I kind of feel like the NFL is that. You know, yeah, there are a unity of of different different ideals and concepts put together under under one flag, the shield. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I swear Dan Snyder's got pictures of Goodell doing something illegal. Oh, he's he, got to. Yeah. Uh, but but anyway, but but I think but, it's come to an end. I. It's I got honestly to. think it's. I think this is the year it breaks. It's got to, but but the the thing the, the only thing about the back to the cabinet thing real quick was was that it where where it got where it got fu- well I say fuzzy I'm 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 trying to and I don't have to be I don't have to be politically correct about it where where it got turned into BS for me was was not I think that in and of itself. I think it it wasn't there is room for conversation about making sure police are policing correctly. Definitely. There's room in the, look at what happened in Uvalde. Yes. Enough said. Uh yeah, that's disgusting. But that but so we know there's been room. But I I, I just feel like it started out to be something that was that. And then Colin, just like a lot of other people, he went so far the other way, so fast. Like he went from, from I just wanted to have a conversation, to just activist and just like Black Panther. Like, damn. I, you know, I would say. What happened? I, you know, I don't know for sure. I, you know, I, I think he probably had some people. Pumping oh. him up, talking him up, and and you know you know like uh, once you start to wear that cause, it's real hard to take it off. No, you're 100 percent right. Cause, he cause, had cause, people telling him in his ears. You don't is... if you don't kneel mm-hmm. again. Did you really mean it? Mm-hmm. You know, were you just mm-hmm. doing that for for publicity? Yeah. Uh, there's a whole South Park episode, by the way, <laughs> on that uh, called Scott. There's a whole South Park. I always always reference South Park and cartoons. Uh, in in my conversations, Kevo's like, "What are you?" Yeah, because I don't, I, I don't watch it. Well, no, it's just I, I don't think about it. But when you when you tell me, I'm like, okay, I, see, it's another reason why I need to to watch at least certain episodes. I think that's and what I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna start I'm gonna start seeing you like these special ones that like deeply resonate with me. And uh, 
But that's what I was – I'm sorry. For some reason, it hit me. All of a sudden, I'm so sorry. Where it got fuzzy for me was – here we go. Goodell catered to the mob. He 100% did. Because I saw it. Everybody else saw it. When he's, he has when, when, when that's has right. he not? That's right. He has that's always right. he's, catered. He, he's always taken the easy road. And, Ray and, Rice. Perfect example. Mm-hmm. Catering to the mob. Uh, you know, and that's an interesting – Ray Rice in and of itself. We talked about that outside not long ago. I don't know this whole uh, Deshaun Watson thing and where it's going and who is – Goodell's commissioner, I get that. But what what are you, the police now all of a sudden? You're just, I mean, Ray Rice's career is done. When he and his wife came out and said he made a great, this is disgusting, what I did is disgusting. He was never given another chance. Don't you feel like Ray Rice could have played? Oh, definitely. Don't he you probably would have had a better six year than next year. Right? I mean, Something like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But, but it wasn't like he come off of a bad season when it happened. He he was he was the the man. So so the the reason the reason we say that though is because Deshaun Watson I don't know if he's getting two games eight games six games or what but I know Ray Rice uh, is somebody that has advocated against what he did. He's went out. He's tried to change lives to do better. Was never given the opportunity. That's kind of weird. Now. Kaepernick again, people, you know, and they, well, he was blackballed. Whoa, 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 whoa. He he did have an opportunity to audition or try for the, he and he absolutely debacled that thing. He waited too long. You know, when he changed the location and they go yeah. and they're like, and he wasn't very good when he did his. I mean, well, let's be, let's be honest. He he was he was in that mold of the RG three. When when that offense was just starting, it was that's going where to catch up with from. it. Right. That Shanahan, right? That's where it came from. I truly believe the the league was going to catch up with him anyway. It, uh, he was he was, and not saying that he couldn't oh, evolve and get again, better. Again, cause, he was. Cause I watched Josh free Allen. Talented wise, yeah. I watched Josh Allen do the same thing. He yeah. evolved. He got better. He he was a, a a running kind of running quarterback with a cannon arm, and I, that's what I considered Kaepernick. Is he was a running quarterback who could run the uh, that offense that Shanahan built uh, to perfection. So, so very good point right there. Is is ifs and buts, candy nuts. We don't know what would have happened with Kaepernick because it didn't get to play out. But I do feel like in 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 the RG three route, and I feel like that's where Kyler Murray's going, and I feel like. Of course, this would be easy when they win the damn Super Bowl like an idiot this year, but I feel like that's where Lamar Jackson's going. You hate to say system quarterback, but yeah, could, but could Lamar Jackson run the Tampa Bay offense? See, I'm, I'm, I'm one that doesn't think so. I, I, uh, I don't think the the no. the windows are, no, are because, big enough in that that offense because. Have you ever heard Lamar Jackson have a conversation? Yes, I have. Have you heard his backup? Yep. <laughs> yep. And, and it's not, I mean, it's like. I, 
I, I just it, 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 and look, there are guys. Who was it? What white guy was it? They said when he when he came into the pocket, they were like, "This is the biggest moron of all time." It was a backup, Johnny Manziel. Well, he was a idiot, <laughs> beep idiot. Yes, he he fit that mold perfectly, but it it I can't see. Do you feel like the Wonderlick has a big role in how quarterbacks are gonna? Yes and no. I think it's I think it's one of the tests. It's not the only test because I'm pretty sure Jeff George did really well on the Wonderlick, and and he scored a like a perfect score on. Um, I can't even remember the other the other test. It was like the skills test. They had never seen anybody like he, he set the bar. But when it come in, he just didn't have leadership. And and I think that's a big thing. I think like when when you like I look at your quarterback, I look at Burrow. I think uh, he probably did. I I don't know for sure. I think he probably did really well in the Wonderlick. I think he 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 did fairly decent on his uh, pro day, right? Mm-hmm. Look good oh, on his pro day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just won a national championship, so you know he can hit hit the target. Um, but it, it's his leadership that's different. I mean he he walks into he would walk into a room, and you would say, "That's my guy." Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. I, I, Absolutely, no I, doubt. I, I just I think, uh, and and I might be wrong. I mean, but I just don't think uh, Kaepernick had that that aura. There's you know there's. You know, I think that's what Baker struggles with. Yeah. I think Baker has – he has the talent. The thing with Kaepernick, though, that that always that always got me – it's like you said a minute ago, you, you know, him having people – probably having people in his ear going, hey, this is, this is the road you need to take. I'm going to agree with that. I, I am. Because you notice what Kaepernick has never done. What? When has he ever – went and sat down and publicly had a civil discourse with somebody that had facts of the opposite way. He never has. No. He's not going to do it. And and that's not healthy. That's not healthy for anybody. We can take, and again, that's not picking on somebody that's, that's left-leaning. We could take the opposite too and go, that's not healthy. If you lean that way, if you're going to die on that hill, I am great. because There's hills I'm going to die on. But that means I'm going to stand, and when I say fight, I don't. As, as we talked about last night, we don't mean fight. Yeah, we, we mean we're going to stand, and we're going to openly debate it. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to passionately, at least make you go. I see where you're coming from, because I, 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 I believe in what I'm saying. And I don't know that Kaepernick did. I don't know that he really ever did. I mean, I knew he had chari- he on. had charities and stuff like that that he he, he oh yeah of he course put a lot of money yeah. into. So I mean, I I do I don't think he's not a good person. I think I think he had probably really? a lot of. I I think he probably had good in mind. I think, like I said, I think. You're, well, I think it's. I, I Again, I hate to repeat spi- myself. It spiraled, it spiraled yeah. out of control. I think it did. And, and 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 like I said, I think the charities was the one way that he could be like, well, 
I, I can still do good. I'm not really. Yeah. I'm not. And I, and I'm not really moving the bar uh, right much and, on this. I could have done. I'm pretty sure he probably looks back and says, you know, I could probably do it a different way and probably had more impact. I think. I think he could have. Sure, but the, you know, for me, it was the. It was the. The and again, it doesn't. Whether it's somebody in his ear saying it, what I, I don't know. You know, uh, I, like you, I could. I could whisper in your ear right now. Say this. Say this. More like you're gonna. Go, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm, hang on a minute. Let me think about this. I, I just need to go out and say stupid stuff. But for him, it went, you know, the, the cops with the pigs on his feet to to uh, uh, NFL owners are like plantation slave. Like, why why is it everybody's thing to compare or something? To say? It's called employee employers. Yeah, like I said. That's going to happen. You, you can't walk in and say, my, uh, Guys, my boss is an asshole. Yeah. And, and oh, not expect not expect to be fired. But but most people, are, most people, if you walk in and go, my boss is an asshole, the majority of level-headed people out there are going to go, yep, I am. I, I am. mean, when you, that's not a big deal. But when you start com- comparing them to plantation slave owners, that that's a whole different deal. Like, stop. Name a player who's went after Goodell on a personal level that is still around. Mm-hmm. And well, and it's see in the in this country and like others, you have an employee, and see that employee sets the rules for his employers, right? I mean that that employer sets the rule for his employees. Yeah, sets the rule for his employees, and and these are the rules you follow. That's not a slave owner. That's called being a business owner. We have to have rules and guides and stamping. And what the hell is that? Like that's any business owner. I've got rules that uh, my business, you and your your father and all rules and things you try to adhere by and go to like. That's not something crazy. No. That's every business. So that's called I, life. I, I think I and again, I want to reiterate, I will I will be the first to say when it when he first did it, and the way he spoke at the press conference was like, okay. All right. But the next year it was like it was you're not that same guy now. Yeah, like you're not that something's happened and again it's the ability to just and even just go give me give me a little bit of data to back up what you're saying just spit something out because you if you're if you're dying on that hill you've got to be able to know something you got to be able to think of something that and i just don't think Holly could do that but again it could be that he was coached but he's laughing all the way to the bank netflix did an entire series on him and what i i well, i, 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 I I can't remember what he was paid to do it, but I I bet he if 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 you played things differently, he had he he played a negative impact on his career earnings. Oh oh, what, without a doubt, yes, one hundred percent. But he, he could still have a Netflix series about yeah, right. him and and mm-hmm. and. and Call, and be in a whole different life. Yeah, yeah. He finished his career in top of two Super Bowl rings yeah, or this, yeah. right? But but what it's such a systematically racist country where you can openly do this, kneel over the flag, do all those things, but still make millions. It's terrible. Yeah, I it's just, a terrible place we live in. I, I just that's what I mean. Like I said, I, I you can protest with the flag. It's your it's your right. I just. I don't think it's one hundred percent. It's ever turned out good. But but what I'm saying for to prove any of the protests, right? Though, no, but saying. to prove the greatness of the country, you can still yes. do that and still make millions. Yes. 
We live in a free and, market and, capitalist and society where you can do that. That's what's great about this country. So it's kind of hard for you to bitch about it, but yet prosper off it. Like, I, where else? Name another country where you can go do and make the gazillions you can make playing a game. I mean, soccer is a whole different animal. But I bet Art Browse ain't making Ain't making a whole bunch of figures in the Italian football league. Now I don't know. He may be making. Uh, you know, who knows? But they, they supplement it. It's called culture. He gets he gets a really nice culture. Got a really nice villa. Well, they have Italy, really man. good wine, man. Uh, really good dude, wine. I hear Italy's good. Um, their food's pretty good. So, too, from what I hear. So not not meaning to um, not meaning to to change the subject, but 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 I do I. I wouldn't be remiss if I didn't ask you to get your opinion on something, okay? Okay. I, I, I don't think we'd be doing justice. All right? Let me ask you this. I feel like an issue right now, uh, and, and again, guys, we recorded an entire episode last night, and the mic messed up, and you couldn't hear Joel the whole time, and it was so aggravating because it was, it, 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 it was great. So we're not trying to duplicate it. We're just, I think we're just coming natural. Right? Just flowing. All right. Where where did how are we where we are right now? And and I say with this, Joe, is what I mean, like um in New York, they're letting violent criminals go, this cashless bail system. Like there's no recourse for things. Like, don't you feel like that's a mistake? Like, okay, oh, boy, I- y'all tried that, y'all gotta stop that shit. Like I think we all agree that, right? Yeah, I like, mean, what I, are we doing? I, I saw that guy who I guess he he stabbed a, a guy running for office, or, or tried to, tried to, right, tried right, to. right. We don't want to ever ever accuse somebody of doing something. Right? He was out that day. Yeah, but, but later. But you know what? He should get the. How how do I say this? I'm not saying he should get any worse treatment because the guy was running for office. He should get the same exact treatment if he tried to stab Joel. Yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. How do you let a violent, and that would be considered violent? Even you know he was unsuccessful, but that's still attempted. Attempted. We don't know. Well, and, and thank God he was unsuccessful. You don't want man when you start trying to hurt political opponents. This is just stupid. Democrat, Republican, I don't care who you are. Just quit hurting. You know, it's, stop it, that. It's it's yeah. That the language. Man, y'all like shake the, hands and have a beer. Exactly. There's, you exactly. can still do that. We, I mean, if you watch, if you want to argue, that's fine. Yeah. Argue in a bar with it's a beer. Healthy. Shake it. Shake. Shake each other's hand at the end and say, "I don't agree with you, but brother, you I don't love agree you. Agree with me. We're two humans. We're on the same rock. That's right. And if somebody comes in and tries to hurt you, I got your back, and you better have mine, vice versa. And then that's there we go. Yeah. That that can still be done. And so, like today, I'm watching a video of this 16 year old kid. Did you see this? He's beating the piss out of a cop. And the cop does not want to pull. Like, you know he doesn't want to. You saw it. Like, who don't want to pull that weapon? And I don't blame you. It's a 16-year-old kid. But but at some point, I'm sitting there, and I'm going, brother, you, uh, I'm giving you you're a better man strike. than me. I'm giving you're, you one more strike, because and then something's so, coming out. Well, and then when you look at the kid's history, he had a charge. And what was his charge? A violent felony with a firearm. 
So it's not like this was kid's first time. He was high. He was on bath so salts. Is bath salts still a thing? That we need to take off the thing? streets. Now I'm not saying he needs to go to prison because I don't think I, the current system I don't think rehabilitates anybody. And 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 especially with people with mental illness, we we have a we have a real bad disease. We do. Of, we of do. Mental I, illness. So just to prove, let me to illustrate your point. You, you for first off, you're a million percent right. We talked about that yesterday, and I'd love to get into it about the legalization of marijuana versus getting people off antidepressants, and that'd help a lot. But that being said, and you know about something doesn't smoke marijuana. No, I don't do it, but but I believe there's premise behind the. But to to the other side of your point, I don't think there's any real be real be. What word am I trying to use? I don't think there's any rehabilitation. And I know you're going to be sixteen. This is this is it, it. It's becoming to be a common thing with this kid, though. Yeah. So I guess what I'm getting at is, it, he was given a get out of jail free card with a gun charge and a violent felony. His second time, again, I understand the prison system, and and, and there's some there there's a lot of room for reform, especially with 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 marijuana crimes. It's the most ridiculous, stupidest uh-huh. thing ever. I think we all agree on that's freaking just it's barbaric in in ways. However, this isn't, and this is the kid needs to learn a lesson. And I think if you send him somewhere like Rikers Island, one or two things going to happen. He's either going to realize how bad he ain't, and I we have seen that. I don't think he needs to be sent there for life. No, but I, what I'm what I'm saying is is like. We send them there. We send them. To, we send them to a cell. We send them to to you know. They're, they're with a lot worse, uh, worse people than than what they've done, and now it just it implodes. Their mental illness gets a hold of them. Do you think that that helps mental illness or no? But, no, it doesn't. But that's what I'm saying. Our prison systems are where we need to start <clears throat> tackling our mental the the mental illness issue. We've got to get more counselors, more psychiatrists, but help help these people. Yeah. So, so agree. Give them something to shoot for. So, uh, uh, agree. Uh, I mean, truly, agree. A skill. We're not, t- but I think we both agree. We're not talking about child molesters, rapists, no, murderers. There we're, are people that belong. We're talking about jail, assault. So. We're talking about people that oh, screwed up. Young, like, I'm especially young, especially what I'm saying, especially yes. a young person. Yeah. We're not talking about this is the 13th time he's beat shit out of somebody and tried to kill somebody. No, no, go. No, no we're we're so we we are. We're, we're not saying that murder. I don't think you're saying that at all. So agreed with you 100. percent but I also have this theory of, well, then don't do the crime. I mean, I understand the system's not imperfect. I do get it. But don't put yourself in a situation. Now, as I was listening, I listened to David Mamet and, and Joe Rogan talk, and I was fascinated by that conversation because they talked about how a young man, especially in the inner city, a young black man, you know, that grew up without a father, where do they go nine times out of ten? To the gang, because that's the family feel. That's the family feel. We all want to be a part of something. That's right. You you do. So what what do we like? How can we break that? Like, let's and, and to your point, mental illness is a huge issue. It is, but how do we break that cycle? Like, 
so agree. I, I think I think we can work on two things at once. Are are can legislators today even freaking do that? Probably not. I, it's it, the, the system, but it, it is doable, huh? I'm it, not. We're not crazy, well, right? Well, it's doable. The problem is, is we've gotten prison to become a money making. It's it's a money making system right now. Uh, with you know the the influx of private prisons, it is a money making system. You wouldn't have a private prison if mm-hmm. you couldn't make money off of it, right? Right, right. So hey, somebody's making money. So I tell you what, hold that thought. We're gonna take a quick break. We're going to come back in like uh, 45 seconds, quick break. We're going to have a word from our sponsor. So, this is a segment in Unwavering Toxic Masculinity from the Dude's Den where you and your business could get in here and sponsor this show, this segment, this episode, or the overall thing, whatever it is you want to do. And because we don't really have any sponsors yet and we don't have any advertising uh, 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 script, uh, we're doing this on the fly. But we know uh, it's a show we will uh, we'll record an episode every Monday or Tuesday for download on Wednesday. Uh, it'll be on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, which I didn't even really know what Stitcher was until recently. So that being said, if you or your business want to jump in here, like, for the best barbecue this side of anywhere, 436 Desired Street in downtown Monroe, Louisiana, the finest barbecue this side of anywhere, two dudes, brew and Q, for the smoked barbecue meatloaf, for the tenderloin, for the, hey, hey, let's, for the top shelf banana pudding with the Biscoff cookies. You don't get that anywhere else. I'm telling you, slip in your ad right here. Reach out to us. Email us at unwaveringdudes at gmail.com. Again, unwaveringdudes at gmail.com. All right. So it, it's it, it it's a it's a trying subject. It it is because I, I think there's there's a twofold problem here. I think there are young black men that uh, are uh, that don't have that family nucleus. They don't, and they go to schools. And do we agree that the majority of the time, the inner city schools, majority of the time, right? Can we say this is where some of the? But that sounded good. Uh, it tastes good, too, doesn't it? Uh, the inner city schools like that. I've read statistically are some are where some of the worst teachers go. Is that is that not factual? Uh, or, or, I mean, is there? I, I've read there's da- some data to back that up. There's, uh, I, I'm just saying what I have heard experts say. I'm, I, I well, I, for just from from my schooling. Oh, I had to turn you back up. Sorry, buddy. Just my from bad. my schooling back in my days. I mean, I I went to the what was considered the worst school in the district. Yeah, but you quit at kindergarten, Joel. You were a thug, man. You were a gangster. It, it was a predominantly uh, predominantly black um, school, and there were certain classes that I took where I could tell we weren't getting the greatest of uh, uh, teachers. 
and I think I think that has a lot to do with it too. I mean, if if you are considered a bad school, you don't get the top teachers in in your district. It's uh, so it's kind of it's it, it's it's a compounding problem. So you've got a poor school, you've got uh, a school that doesn't doesn't do well in testing and 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 has a history of of crime you're not getting the top talent teachers and i went to college realizing that when i i went into i went to a class i i struggled with algebra in high school struggled i i had to take remedial algebra in college got an a in remedial algebra and you're saying, well, you probably should have. It was, it was, uh, that was well, the, no, no, that I'm not going to say that at all because that was I don't know. algebra for dummies. I, I dropped out of high school, so I don't know. I took normal algebra and I got an A. And I mm-hmm. said, well, maybe I'm not bad at algebra. Maybe I just had bad teaching. <laughs> and because ge- geometry is linked to algebra. Yeah. Did great. Yeah, it did all sort of tidy in there. Did great in geometry in high school. Had a, had a teacher that, you know, took it a little slow. He was the football coach, so he did take things a little slower for the big dummies. And, uh, yeah, did fine. Were you a big dummy? I, no. You were I, a little I, dummy? I, I, well, I, I said medium dummy. I, I actually uh, I, I did pretty good in school. Accidentally. I didn't <clears> even try, really. So, uh, so we, we, right, we agree here that, that there's a couple different areas we could start. Number one, mental health reform is one thing. Number two, what what can we do to cut the problem off? And and to me, it's not less police in these communities. Now, that's not to say that we do not need uh, better need- policing, uh, citizens and police becoming closer and working together. And we all agree with that, right? I mean. Hey, go ahead. Do you remember uh, the way that policing used to be? You, do, do you do you remember like you used to know the police officer in your neighborhood? Yeah. So they, they would call that community policing. Right. So you knew Bill was coming by three so, days a week checking on him. So if, if Bill was driving by and he saw you out in the yard, he may he pick up a basketball. He, well, he might just stop and say, "Hey, man, how's it going?" Throw me that football real quick. Throw it back to you. I've, I've seen every, it happen. Everything yeah. going okay? You seeing anything Go funny? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. I would I would love that. If yeah. I was out mowing the yard and the police officer stopped mm-hmm. and said, hey, yeah. man, c- come up here. I fr- at first, I'd be like, well, what, what did I do? What'd I do? Shit. Oh, man. But then, you know, if he just ha- carried a conversation on. It's just oregano, me. officer. So, so if I did see something, the next time I seen passing by, hey, Bill. Hey, come here, man. There's been some weird stuff going on yeah, here at night. You know, what, go like get on this on young kid's butt. Don't let him go down this road. Don't, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right? It, it, does, it, it it could be, hey, man, uh, I'm going to get a coffee up at such and right. such. You need to talk anything about the community? Right. The problem, and and I I, I say we agree. I don't, I don't want to ever assume because it's like, don't assume I'm going to agree. But, but. In certain parts of the world, boy, I saw somebody walk by on the screen, and I thought they were in here, and I was like, who the hell walked in here? <laughs> um, but the problem is we're communities where it's really bad, like 
let's be completely honest. Lori Lightfoot may be the biggest moron in the history of morons. I mean, I don't know what this woman's doing. And there are people, I mean, literally, this is not, that's what I'm saying. There are so many bipartisan things we can look at and go, hey, we're not, nobody's arguing on this. Far, far left-leaning Democrats are leaning, leading one way. But the progressive, middle-of-the-road Democrats going, would somebody get this woman out of office? Like, she's a moron. And she's out there wearing the cape. And then, But the, I can't have, I need poor, more police in, in my neighborhood because I can't have the crime in my area. Do what? <laughs> you can't have it in no area, lady. But but it's so hard for police to go down into those areas now when when your leaders uh, again, not all of them, her. We, let's just use her for example. When when she is out t- openly telling people that, you know, uh, you got to be careful with the police. You got but you got 9-year-olds with Glocks down down there. I mean, it's yeah. getting crazy. I mean, so I, in your neighborhood, my neighborhood, it is easier. You're it, first it off, is. you're right, I, and that's where it starts. It's got to start somewhere. It's got to start there. I, and and I have seen. I'll be honest. I've I've uh, within the past probably year, I have noticed more patrolling through my neighborhood. And uh, you know, I used to hear a lot of gunshots, and I I don't I don't that's good. I don't hear them anymore. That's good. So you know what? It's interesting having a business. I. Every Wednesday morning that I get up to my restaurant, say I'm there at four thirty, five o'clock, there's a note on the door. And it's like, hey, so-and-so, Monroe PD, we patrol by, checking on things, extra patrol, walked around the building, looked in the windows, didn't see anything funny, so forth, so forth. And they leave a phone number, badge number, and name of who. That's awesome. I appreciate that. that. Th- that's what I'm talking about. A lot. That's, that's community policing, though. Yeah, like I appreciate that greatly. The problem is, 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 is it doesn't matter whether you're Democrat or Republican, like in this sense of what I'm saying here. It doesn't matter whether you're Democrat or Republican, okay? We've got to get a leader in those cities, St. Louis, Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, where they're not so far left. We've we got to get the middle of the road guy that go, hey, we're about a girl, too. I'm sorry I didn't mean that that way. Person. But person. But, hey, first thing. We're law and order. That's the first thing we're going to do. I don't care. We can argue about all these other things and policies and all that. We're getting law and order is the first thing we're going to do in the city. A, a big problem and where's is that? prosecutors. Oh, they're crooked it, it, as a – look it, at our it, DA it, in it, freaking Monroe, Louisiana. If you keep arresting the same people over and over, and it, they keep getting out and you know basically getting plea deals and but, things like that. But how, how are how but have it, they ever learned a lesson? But it goes right back to what you said a minute ago about we've we've got to put repeat offenders. Wait, not first time offenders. I do believe they deserve reform, but yeah, I think there's exceptions to the rule, but. People that constantly, that they're doing this, they do it once, you get to get out of jail free card, you get that second chance. You do it again, you, 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 I mean, this kid was beating the shit out of this cop. Black cop, black kid, no, so there was no race card to be pulled, nobody had any agenda, but you could tell, the cop wasn't getting, he didn't look hurt, he looked like he was getting aggravated, like, I'm fixing, <laughs> fixed to hurt you. And I fell for him, 
because he probably felt like I can't do this because I, I'm gonna be blasted. I think there was a video online. It was like about a, a month ago or something. And mm-hmm. It was a, a little kid. Oh, did you see that? Just cursing, hitting the cop in the leg. And it's like he learned yeah, that from that's somewhere. Like, that's right. That's learned. That's you, right. You don't. You don't. You know, just grow up with that that hatred. And and, and I think. It's like it's racism, it's that stuff. That stuff's learned. It's ignorance that teaches that. It's we shouldn't have a hatred for anybody in any job, in anything. That's the that th- no. that that's the type of person that grows up and then destroys a restaurant because they had to pay a, a dollar seventy five for sauce for their dipping chicken. You yeah, see that? yeah, I saw that too. That that's where that's going. Or or the the the, the it's funny, the boat boat boat. Well, I know it's Bodega, but uh, Bogeba or whatever she Bodega. said. But but she pronounced it wrong. But uh, uh, First Lady Biden pronounced it wrong trying to make sure. But the guy that uh, – the girl comes in, use her EBT card. It declines it, so the guy takes his chips back. She goes out and gets a boyfriend who's got an arrest record of violent crimes. I mean, it, it is, man. It's as long as my leg. It's like 14 different arrests. He comes in there and just starts pounding and beating the shit out of this old guy. I mean, he's throwing the guy in the corner, and the guy's 63 years old. He used to work 16 hours a day for 30 years. Like, he doesn't know what to do. Well, he gets on the other side of the guy, gets in his back pocket, takes a knife, stabs him, kills him. The DA arrested him, and he went to Rikers Island for freaking three weeks before public pressure got... My the fact question, that you get arrested for defending yourself is a problem. My question on that is there is video evidence Ev- that vi- you can clearly watch, that the officer See, can clearly watch, the DA can clearly watch, and you look at it and say, well, he was just defending himself. And at that point, that, that stops that conversation. That man doesn't get arrested. I want to uh, play something for you real quick. See, because – this is where I think things get confused. So, so uh, somebody that, that again, we got to remember people didn't get to hear this last night. So, uh, we, we got to remember that not everybody knows. Man, look, I'm screwing it up. Can't even do it. Okay. So, not everybody knows that, that you're pretty uh, left leaning liberal and I'm pretty right leaning conservative. We're, we're at, and, and how do we get along? It's, oh, it's, it's beyond me, right? You know, it's so difficult to do. Uh, because we see, first off, there's a common ground. We both believe in law and order. So right there is a common ground you start on. How easy is that for people to do? Like, hey, let's forget everything else. Forget abortion. Forget this. Forget that. Let's find something we agree on. Let's write a line. Let's right write. Here right, what do you, how do you feel about law and order? Oh, hell yeah. We yeah, got to. We got to have Then it. let's start right there. And let's just start inching out from there. We ain't got to get crazy. We ain't got to decide it all today. But we can come together and make decisions. But this was this was one of the this was one of the most fascinating things. And I'm so bad at this. Uh, uh, and again, hey, I don't know if I told you, but I don't have a. Uh, uh, I don't have. A, we don't have a producer to to do this for yeah. us. So I suck yeah. at this. All right. But this was an interesting thing that that I heard earlier. I'm trying to find this. Um, this really, dude, you want to talk about scares me to no end. When I heard uh, that, that, this, that this was a thing, 
I know you hear dude over there eating. So, uh, Justin Trudeau, who is an absolute, again, I mean, is what do you believe what you believe or we'll not? Just, okay, we'll say he's right. he's too far to whatever side he's All on. Right. So, he is the prime minister of Canada. Okay. So I want you to listen to what he said. Okay. Check this out. Logan podcast, and who brought this video to my attention? And we have a, a, a culture where the difference is guns can be used for hunting or for sport shooting in Canada, and there's lots of gun owners, and they're mostly law-respecting and, and, and law-abiding, but you can't use a gun for self-protection in Canada. That's not a right that you have in the Constitution or anywhere else. If you try and buy a gun and say it's for self-protection, no, you don't get that. You get it for hunting. You can get it for sport shooting. You can take it to the range. Uh, no problem, as long as you go through our rigorous background checks. But there's a difference around the culture. And one of the things that we're yeah. seeing with the debate in the States is you get more and more of the American-style, you know, right-to-carry, self-defense arguments filtering up through through the, uh, you know, the, the usual more right-wing communications channels. Joe Rogan. So you heard that. I'm not – I didn't play a snippet, try to uh, play anything out of context. Justin Trudeau said, in this country, sport, hunting, but if you walk in and go, I want to buy this for self-defense, no. What the F is that? Like, how is that ever going to – I mean, when when a man cannot defend his family, when – you know, what's the old saying? Hey, when you – when seconds count, you call the police, they're just two minutes away when seconds count. Sometimes I don't ever want to be in the situation, but I may have to defend my family. And to be in a society where somebody goes, no, that is not for you to decide when it's okay to defend yourself. That's not okay. And so as I hear this, I hear that there are young, up-and-coming politicians that go, we need to adapt this mentality. No. You've got to go somewhere and sit down and let the adults in the room talk now because that can't happen. We cannot lose the right to defend ourselves. And I think... No, no. So, see, what? There's another common ground. It's easy to do when you find a common ground and then you work out. Well, would you be surprised to know that I'm a gun owner? Of course. I know I've, I've, okay. I've held your gun. Okay. I, that sounded, that sounded <laughs> terrible. You and, know what I meant by that. And, and I have. And I may have held his I gun. Have, what does it matter? For it's 2022. All, all my life, except for. You came from Virginia. You had to have well, a gun up when, in that part of the world. Yeah, when I went to Hawaii. Appalachian Mountains in um, the Boone County up there. Hawaii has, uh, ha- has some of the stricter gun laws in the states. Um, so. It, and to be honest, I didn't ever there, – there's some bad parts of town in, in Hawaii. I imagine. But, but I didn't ever feel like I needed a gun to protect myself. I might take a, a an ass whooping. You yeah. Know? If I get out of line and, yeah. or somebody You weren't necessarily crazy, worried at the time I, about – I never felt of, uh, of my life was in danger. I felt maybe my pride, uh, maybe, you know, my teeth. But, um, Which is going to suck, especially if it happens on a Friday afternoon. You can't get to the dentist until Monday. Yeah. If it's a holiday, it's too. I mean, yeah. hey, there were, you know, I had a few times it was uh, it was a, a racial thing. and yeah. uh, But, you know, 
there's usually there some someone else there that that that's able to kind of alleviate like all yeah. right both yeah, everybody he, chill he's just he, he that's my he's he's just drunk don't worry about him he's just he's just saying that um but you know i, I never i never felt like i needed to carry a gun in Hawaii. All right, but now, now it is getting worse it is getting worse now. well i think right, but i think that's everywhere and 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 again i think don't know i don't want to assume but i think that's another place we 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 could probably agree but i don't want to assume so i'm going to say i feel like it's getting worse because the leaders of those cities have gone so far the other way that you're losing the basic concept of any society and that's law and order. Like that, that's doesn't that have to be kind of number one? Like yeah. let's start there. Well, I I just can't imagine. Have law and order. The 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 kids out now. Like I've I've heard stories of and and it was uh, recently of uh, kids driving around in a car and the police started following them. And they were afraid they were going to be pulled over. So what did they do? They shot a gun at the police. At the officer. police. Like when when did that ever cross your mind as a kid? Like you, you, even if you were, you know, sp- I, okay, I I wasn't driving around the inner city or anything, but you know, I have gone out and you know did some hunting that I wasn't supposed to do. And you know, and, and, and this part of the world happens a lot. But, I've got a brother-in-law. I'm not going to name any names. But if I ever got pulled up by the warden, I my my first instinct is not to, man, you need we need let to me shoot, shoot at, at him to get out of this situation. Yeah. Right. No, my, my instinct is, I'm gonna drop my gun, put my hands up, so that I don't get shot. As as somebody that conceal carries and has a conceal carry permit, having been pulled over by the police in in in, in the town I live in, uh, coming home from work one night at two in the morning, I'll never forget. I kind of uh, kind of shifting in the seat. The jeep just kind of it just it is not. I mean, I guess it swerved a little. Yeah. And a cop pulled out by me, I doing the right thing. I mean, I could have been drinking. I wasn't, but no problem. When he walked up to that window, my hands were on that wheel, and I had on the dash, sir, officer, I just want to let you know, right there on the dash is my driver's license and my concealed carry permit. I want to let you know, I do have a loaded firearm in this vehicle because – I, I intend to protect myself and my family with it at all times. And I'll never forget what he goes. Well, I tell you what, I won't touch mine if you don't touch yours. I like the way you think. I ain't going to touch. You, no, you ain't no amount of money going to make me go for that gun. There's no way. I, yeah, I, now, I'm not saying that's that way for everybody. I know there are minorities that have been pulled over by cops, and cops are assholes. It's ridiculous of me oh, to say not. Well, get, but that's a small percentage. I get it. Can, can you imagine living in the area of town where we Cops know, are nervous. Cops are nervous. But as... as Young say, men are nervous. Let's say you're a 16-year-old, and you see what's going on outside your door every day. Um, You know, do you... Do you think you might be tempted, to, you know, to, to carry a, a weapon illegally? Yeah, you 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 do, one hundred percent. And and again, it, it's uh, you know to me that also starts with the lack of fathers 
the lack of family. <laughs> Dude decides he wants to play. He wants to play now. Uh, but it starts with the lack of family, the lack of, of that that unity that these kids don't have. And it's like, where do where where can we go to cut that off? Because I believe there are people that haven't made mistakes yet, of course, that can be saved. And we've got to figure out a way to save them. I think they're worth it's, it's these kids are of, worth saving. It's a lack of a safe space. And, and you're, you're not whole, like, right. Know, not like no, no, no but not you're the, right. Not the woke safe space like right. the library right. where nobody can say. It's the lack of a young man to be able to. Where do they turn to go? I'm scared yeah. to death. I don't know what I, to do. I have uh, to sleep with one eye open and my hand on a gun because I'm afraid what my neighbors are going to do to me. Right. I never know who's going to shoot. I mean, uh, the, the, there's it's every weekend we hear of a shooting in Chicago and there is a toddler shot to death in some random shoot and it's it's just absolutely I mean if you look at what happened in Uvalde, I mean, uh, you know, that's system, that is systematic failure. What are what are you doing? Like there's well, no way on earth. But see, isn't that more of a reason? I feel like that's more of a reason to not take guns out of law-abiding citizens' hands because that's even proof. I'm telling you, I can look you in the eye right now and tell you, I will run into your child's school if there's a shooter in there. I will get shot before I let a child. But we, we haven't talked about that, and I, I kind of wanted to know where you came from on oh, that. Oh, it's, it's, um, it's a disgusting was he, spectacle. Do you, do you put it up to cowardice or lack of leadership? I think it's fifty-fifty. I, I think it's probably. Like, I think it's probably both. Okay. But you, if you're scared as a cop, you need to turn the gun and badge in. You need. You got to go. You know, I've said that same look, thing and look, and look, it's easy for me to say because I'm not a cop, right? It's easy for me to say that. But there's but a reason you're co- not. That's you right. Decided that that yeah that well, maybe that's not for you. But also, every cop I know would probably say the same exact thing. That this is not for the faint of heart. We are going to have to put ourselves in the way of death. I, it's going to have to happen. I totally get it, and, I, and that's why we respect. Yeah, 100%. That, but that, I don't respect that. That's a disgusting spectacle of just absolute failure, it, leadership. It, and it, maybe it's cowardice at the leadership level. And you got I don't know. Ow. Does that, that raise it to criminal? Do you, what what so, do you think? Well, I feel like it should be. I feel like there should be some... Damn it, dude. I love you, buddy. I feel like there should be some major ramifications You know, the first ram- ramification I saw, Ow. they have uh, they've suspended the, uh, the principal for not getting the door lock fixed. Suspended, huh? Yeah. With pay, I think. I think. With pay. Uh, of course. But but for not getting the door lock fixed, that, that was the... That was the issue in this whole whole thing. That door lock didn't lock up. Well, you know what? Because people are lazy. They get complacent. They go, nothing's happened. We ain't got to get that fixed. And and, and then when something happens, what do they do? I I, I did. did. You should have had your ass out there. You should comply and stay. You think that's where we start, though? Like that? uh, No, that's not. No, that's a weak place to start. Yeah, that's that's that was my point. Is that that's the the first person you're going to throw under the bus is the the principal principal. for not getting the door, which is a problem. But that's not. 
the shining problem, which might have been a budget issue. We 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 we'd have to go back and look. It, it, it might you know. The, 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 there is an issue with us not funding our education of our children. Mm-hmm. That, that is a giant problem with this, mm-hmm. and that's one of the problems I said that could be fixed with legalizing some uh, some products that right now are uh, illegal uh, and, uh, and taxing it and using the taxes to fix our school system. Is it wrong of me to say that I keep hoping that something's going to come out and I'm going to hear? Well, uh, uh, these. 12 officers, some far-fetched circumstance where they were told, you cannot go in there, and they, like, I keep thinking well, the, maybe something, well, but I don't one, think there is. The one that, um, there was an exception, right. He did get denied. Yes. Like, he tried. And yeah, I but saw then the lady it. went back in there and got her kids, and, but good, what a badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I can't, I, like, I, I promise you, as somebody that, Every time you see me, I have a firearm on me. Every time you see me, yeah. I have one on me. I am not going to pull it prematurely. And if your family is in danger, I will take the bullet before I let your child do it. Yeah. I'm 100% can say that. And, and, and I know, well, yeah, you say that until you get in that situation. And you know what? When I get in that situation... I hope and pray to God, and, and, and my faith leads me to stand on a hill that's right and noble and, and do what you're supposed to. If we can't protect children, we're cowards. Exactly. We've got to protect children. But what I don't agree with, and I'm sure you don't either, is is when, when one side or the other goes, well, if you don't want gun reform, then the murders of these children on you— that is that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. No, because I don't done, think you run out and base policy on emotion. They, they've done studies, and most people are for gun reform. They're they're for some no, no, some form of like you, you know what I'm saying. Basic, I'm, I, we're like not, hey, we're not yeah, talking about yeah, taking away guns. No, 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 because no. it doesn't need to happen. But but no, you're right. Like I'm for those. Hey, if if you were 16 and you were in a mental health facility. That needs to carry over until you're 25, 27, 28. Like, I'm starting to think that's okay because there are the set. But then it becomes, I know uh, somebody that I can't stand is Michael Moore. Is, well, we're going to have a gun czar, and they're going to decide. So let me get no, this right. Let me get this no, right. No. So I piss off some guy and his brother and his brother and his brother is the gun czar. Am I going to be looked at what about the a, proper way? What or about am I like a, a council, local council? For that, like, you know, well, I, I, I voted on like local local council. So I feel like decide those I things. feel like the problem is is I honestly can tell you, in in theory, that sounds so practical, but it's going to be the same way anything else is. The city council is going to do this for this guy, not for this guy. They're going to do this, this guy, and this guy's going to pay him on the table, and then this guy's going to get a gun. And this one's not. So it's all going to get screwed up like everything else does. Graph's going to get involved. Well, payoffs not, are going to get involved. I'm, I'm not saying, go. like, they decide who gets the guns, but I think, like, when there's an issue with, okay, we've got this, but this your, person but, who's beat his wife ten times. Yeah. He just got a gun. First up, how that's getting past the red – so – Funny, fun, I say funny, so it's not funny. I shouldn't say that. Interesting uh, tidbit. I have 14, 15 firearms. And I have filled out a form on every single one of them except one that I was gifted. But every form I've ever filled out, I've been delayed. 
Because really? every single one. But doesn't that prove to you that the law works? Because there's a, my name is Kevin. Nobody call me that. But Kevin, but Kevin Mitchell Meredith. There's a Kevin Mitchell in Ohio or Arkansas. It's like there's a town in both states of the same name that's domestic battery twice convicted. And they always red flag because they go, is that him trying to buy that gun? So they you know always what? delay I, me. I hate to say this. Do you think I get in a hurry? I, I'm glad. I'm no, glad one, they do. One hundred percent. I'm glad but, they do. Why, why can't I wait five days? We're, we're slipping. We're slipping way too many that should be red flagged with well, the mental well, illness. Well, the, it's how do we, how do we transfer that? Because what happens? Rights. Seventeen years old. Well, then when they become eighteen, nineteen, twenty, they become an adult. That's where the problem comes in. Like. Well, how do we transfer that over? I did, I did, and I know this. This guy is, is he he was he's pretty 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 liberal, way liberal. Um, but he he did talk about it. he was in the military, and he said, you know, we, you're right. We do give guns to 18 year olds, but guess mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Those guns don't go back to the barracks with those 18 year olds. They're kept in a, an armory, and they are checked in and checked out when those weapons need to be. So, so when we say like we we get we give 18 year olds weapons, yeah, you know, even our military kind of says, eh, yeah, we don't kind of trust you but yet. But what? Right? But would you? Would, would so? First off, he's 100 right. That is the way that that that's done, and unless they're on active duty and they're standing in a post with right, okay, yeah. But we do agree. Uh, again, I hate to say that because I don't mean to say that, but uh, can we agree, or is it possible to agree that if we're going to give that kid a gun and say, put your life at risk, now, although he volunteered for it, I get that, but it's either going to be a constitutional right to own a firearm or it's not. It is. This is and a there, tricky there's subject, that, man. There's that, that, because I believe in the constitution, and it's so funny, somebody said, well, we don't do that with driver's license. Well, because first off, that's a privilege. Yeah. That's not a constitutional right. Yeah. That's a privilege. You get your driver's license or you don't. Well, you got to pass tested. That's right. But it's a privilege. This is a constitutional right. But I truly believe in that idea that well, when they did that, they had muskets and all that. First off, if I if I legally buy a Sherman tank and put it out that damn front yard, it shouldn't be nobody's business. If I'm law-abiding, if I did it legally, and if I've never harmed anybody or had a felony, it shouldn't be nobody's business. Now, that's me. But I, I get people, well, that's excessive. I get that. I get you thinking that. And I appreciate, you know, you... Red flags there, but we we cannot make it harder. That Uvalde situation to me is even more proof that we've got to keep it in good citizens' hands. We got to keep their their constitutional right in their hands to do good oh, things. I'm, I'm a, and, right, I'm a I know you. Are, oh, I know you are. There. Good, good citizens. One hundred percent. We just have to have we a way gotta, to tell who's the good citizen. And where is that? I, I like, don't and know. that's a genuine I, I question. Know. Like, I don't know. That's a. So you know, a lot of times I've, I'll say a bad word. So I hope you're not disappointing me, people. But I fuck with you a lot because about being liberal. But you know, the more we talk, I don't think you're as liberal as you think. I think you're probably pretty down the line i think you're maybe socially liberal 
But it sounds like gun control. You're not against taking no, away I, people's I, firearms. I want common sense to be in you're, everything. You're a for law and order. And I think once you go too far either way, you common know, sense I, goes away. I heard you even say last night how, uh, which which didn't shock me at all, because I know the person you are, because you are a crier. Yeah. And like me, uh, I'm a crier, that you said, I'm pro-choice, but do you think I'm for these women going out there and just getting pregnant and killing babies? That's the most ridiculous thing. Like, you're the first one to go, stop, you evil wanches, stop doing that, because you're giving everybody else that need it. I was surprised in your stance as yeah, well. Yeah, 100%. I, I just, that how I, we're like, you know, everybody makes mistakes. I get it. I get it, and not everybody should have to pay for a lifetime of that mistake. Now, that don't mean a lifetime of payments having a child. That's not what I mean. Like, you shouldn't be looked at as this evil person because you did something one time that later you regret, and you've like you've got to deal with that guilt. And there are people that truly can't ever get over that decision they made, and they become good parents and good mothers, and they advocate for pro-life. Like, they're for doing it, but, but people make mistakes. I get it. But what I'm not for, and again, it's so easy to find the common ground is, hey, it's, it's like somebody arguing, like, so uh, it's rape and incest. Well, well, yeah, of, co- of course, but, but I'm also for just a woman's right to, well, then, then don't use the, don't use the craziest extreme because that's just irrational thought. That's, sorry, irrational thought. Yeah. That's just not proper thought. Because that is less than one percent. Now I know we're going down another hole, but it kind of it kind of goes with everything. That you know there are more there are more people killed in this country in mass shootings by handguns than than that weapon. Yeah, yeah. or that weapon. We're not gonna we can't ban those. I mean that's that's our concealed carry weapon. But so I guess what we're saying is I think what we're saying is is. When two people can come together and draw a line and go, okay, aren't we both on this line? Then this leaves so much room to work with. But this idea of these parties fighting back and forth, it's just become a laughing stock because we're, we're, we're so... And I'll say there are people with both. Of course, I will. Both parties that are just despicable. I'm, you're so hung up on being right. I'm not your enemy. Be, yes. and you're not my enemy. Yes, and that's where. But it's when come you from. go so far, whether it be right or left, when you go so far that way, well, I think you become the enemy of all of us because, like, we can't. If that's truly the way you feel, then we're never going to find common ground. If you say to me, well, I want to have an abortion. If I'm eight months, if I'm eight months pregnant, and I decide I want to go on vacation, or I'm going to do a movie deal, I get a new job, and I want to have an abortion, do, then we're never going to find common well, ground. We just dust you off because your opinion is, is obviously It's idiotic. Warped. Right. Yeah, it's, but but, but see, see, so that's what I'm getting at. So guess what? You, you kind of become the enemy in a weird way because if we're never going to find common ground, then let's just not talk about it. Let's move on. You go your way. I'm gonna go mine. Hopefully, we, we the, the change our things. I think we like both parties have like gotten people like that elected just to piss the other party off. It's like I'm gonna elect the most unelectable. You're gonna hate them the most, <laughs> and we're gonna put put you guys in the room and say, 
make laws. Yeah, and how do you ever think that? Why would that ever be the case anywhere ever that that they were able to do that? Now there are there, and, and I tell you somebody who I have a lot of respect for, and I didn't realize I had. Well, I say I didn't have disrespect for them. I just didn't know them. And I think a lot of people are guilty of that. We don't take the time. We're always quick to go. Well, I'm I'm left leaning. That person's conservative. I'm not want to get to know. Or I'm or I'm right leaning. That person's Democrat, liberal. I don't want to get to know what they. But I, Tulsi Gabbard may be the most practical woman I've heard talk in politics in years. Like she's literally practical thinking. Like. And I know what happened with the election. I know, I, I know she, she made Kamala look like a dumbass, and she should have. And so that, that, that got Kamala where, where she is. But we're at a point now where Tulsi's own party is turning against her because she's just down the middle. And it's crazy. Like, she literally, it, like, you would think that's a woman that could sit here right now and probably go, no, both everything you're saying is right. Like, that's the way it should be. But when that has become the enemy of her own party, like, shit, where do we go with that? I mean, y'all turn it on that woman for being practical. It doesn't make any sense to me. And there's, 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 there's examples the other way, too. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, Tulsi was somebody that I started listening to over, like, the last week that I was like, Jesus, she's... What? On that same line, extremely smart, like John Kasich for me. Like, oh yeah, we've, a, we we talked about Kasich. Like, the he Repu- seems the like a common. I mean, he has oh. views that I don't like. Well, he, you're not gonna it. if if we like everything everybody says, they're not doing something wrong. But in a lot of the things, I say, well, that sounds like common sense to me. You and I like I like a common. Sense. I like a person with common sense. A little bit anyway. I know. Uh, it, it just it, we could go down this hole, but the, you know the gun control thing. It it, it is. It, it's a problem because it, it's a two sided problem. You cannot take away people's right to protect themselves. We cannot become Canada. And and when young legislators uh, go, we need to adapt that mentality. It's. It, I don't care what side of the party you're on. You got to go. No. The first thing you got to do no, is shut your phone off, and you don't take calls from lobbyists. And we get in a room, and we, uh-huh. we draw that that common sense line, mm-hmm. and we make sure that when we start stepping we all, away, we don't step too far that we can't hear each other. Do, do we do this? Do we go, are you for law and order? Yep. You for law and order? Yep. Are you for law and order? Well, it depends. All right. Then get, you get let, out. Vote this and bitch out. Yeah, this, we, this don't, we don't need him in the room. Yeah. Or her in the room or whoever. No, no. We're all for law and order and doing right. Whether And again, as we've discussed, whether it be... Whether it be your faith that does it, just your inner, just your just just wanting to be a good person, it doesn't matter. Whatever it takes to get us there, it doesn't matter as long as we want to go to the same place. That's all that matters. Yeah. And so where we've lost that ability. Well, we used to put together like to do remember it. there used to be like there'd be a committee on something like uh mm-hmm. you know if we wanted to pass some gun legislation it'd be hey, we put a gun committee together mm-hmm. and let them go in there and yeah there's going to be the crazy nut in there oh, but but, but that, well, you that, need it to that, remind everybody while you're doing what you're doing <laughs> that doesn't come out of the committee that, no that's what, not what you in need the it report. to go see this is why we're like, trying to here's the report here's where everybody stands this is what everybody thinks. 
do we think we can write a law that would that would work with this? Do we we think we can encompass? Is there too much gray? Do we have to go back and 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 you know the, it kind of becomes a committee to a subcommittee to to a, know, so, yeah to, it, it, the law builds now it's just some crazy person at home on their computer. I think there should be a law and you half the words are misspelled. Half. <laughs> Like nobody knows what they're. Like, you know, they don't even use word word check anymore. Well, do it's we just, agree that you've got people sitting in legislation that go, well, what what legislation have you passed or put forth? None. Well, what what how, you've been what you've been how doing? are you helping what, your community? What you've been doing? I you know uh, I'm ready when there is. There's always something to do to better your community. I I, I truly believe that. Like, every day, you need to be proposing something to do to get kids off the street, to get, again, you know what? If you can get some of these inner-city youth in churches, and you get churches to open their doors like they should. Yeah. Like they should. The Joel Osteen's doing, Joel, come here. Come here, asshole. Open that door and help some of these people. Because you give Christians... A really bad name. Because I will go out and help anybody of any color. I think anybody knows my heart. I'm going to help anybody, whatever. But Joe, not you, Joe. <laughs> not, you, not you, Joe. Oh, Steve, you're an asshole. That, it, it, I'm not saying you've never done anything good, so I'm saying. No, it, it, it's, it's a buildup. But you've he got a, you've got a million out. dollar industry. Yeah, and I'm sure God didn't tell you in order for me to send you to like you got to make millions and you got to do that's not what this you've profited off gospel. At some point, it has to be not about give back, buddy. About growing, give back. It has to be about giving. Mm-hmm. You know what give I'm saying? Ba- give back. We don't need to grow anymore if we fill up a stadium. Right. We need to now take this group of people who believe this word and start giving and start helping the community. 100%. And, and not just our community. 100%. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting take, and we, we could go on and on and on, but I, I know at some point we got to stop because we got we, – I mean, we got – I know. Uh, it's been fun, man. Yeah, it has this was a This was a very, very, very I'm, – I'm, I'm kind of glad the last night segment messed up. It, it, was, was, it was a lot different. <laughs> It gave us a chance to uh, kind of get our feet wet and fix some equipment and do. But the crazy thing is we talk like this all the time. All the time. And and there's so much common ground to find. Yes. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of common ground to find. Hey, by the way, here is that song. We're going to go out to it. Awesome. This is Driving and Crying, the band from uh, uh, Georgia. Uh, great song. Driving, I'm going straight to hell, just like my mama said. You know. Anyway, uh... Until next time, brother. I love you. Yes, sir. And we're going to do it again next week. Uh, Guys from Dude, Joel, Kevo, myself, love you. God, family, country. Be good to people. Do good things. Unwavering, toxic, masculine from the Dude's Dead.